Starting Thursday, January 16th, the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3 will be moving to a new time slot at 6 a.m. Our shows will be going earlier now, so you can enjoy us while you're on your way to work, or if you just want to ignore what everyone's saying in the first meeting of the day. Anyway, here's the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 64 of the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3, the podcast where we talk about a new video game every single week. My name is Logan Myrie, and as always, I'm joined by my esteemed co-host and sound engineer, Eric Krause. How's it going? Eric, it's good. This is a special episode of the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3. Are you excited for it? Is it really that special? Yeah, absolutely. We're talking about every single game we played in 2019, Eric. Every one. Yeah, every one, because we kept a detailed and accurate list. Yep, it's totally detailed, and I definitely wrote down every month that I played the games. Yeah, totally, for sure. No repeated games in there, eliminated, crunched the numbers, all that jazz. All that good stuff. And from that, Eric, from the list, our collective list of games we played, we will determine the top video games of 2019 so basically how we're going to do this is we've both got our spreadsheets you'll put them up as we talk about them and we're going to go month by month and talk about what games we played uh and you know we'll decide if any of those games are contenders for game of the year um and obviously they have to be have been released this year i marked all of mine you know whether they were or were not released in 2019 and so i think that we should just jump into it we should pull up your january spreadsheet when you can okay yeah here we go let's pull this let's up. go and see if it works thank god <laughs> all right everything's all right working. here we go eric what's the first game you played in january all right, so of 2019 we'll, we'll, we'll do a little zoom. a little zoomy zoom as soon as i find my mouse yeah keep your thoughts in there there you go that'll work there we go uh so first game i apparently played this year was uncharted 2 followed by uncharted 3 so uh if you remember way back when we did a debate episode on yep. which one was better that i just destroyed you on yeah you know what i wouldn't say actually that you destroyed me i think that you got the better game to argue for <laughs> uh, well you're the one who thought uncharted 2 was better yeah and so you went with that you know going back and playing those games was really interesting because i really from the bottom of my heart thought 2 was better and i didn't even play those games at launch right I yeah play, i actually played them originally in succession like mm-hmm. I, I got the nathan drake collection uh, and played two and three back to back. And I remember liking two more mm-hmm. because of the train stuff. And, and, you know, just, I thought it was a great game. Yeah. And then upon replaying, I really do think that that three is the better game, but I was stuck arguing for two. Yeah. And I did a valiant effort and we had our good friend Arthur on to moderate and he ultimately went with Eric and yes. it was great. It was a great time. I'd like to do more of that kind of stuff. I yeah, thought today, I, I want to figure out another way to do a debate episode like that. I thought today about, uh, how I'd like to replay all of the uncharted games. And I, and I actually have a, an opinion that I think the games would rank in opposite order of release. Really? Yeah. I think lost legacy is the best Four, three, two, one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay. Well maybe. All right. But not, yeah, I guess if you don't count uh golden abyss. Yeah. And then you put that probably golden at the abyss bottom. Would be at the bottom. Yeah. But you'll notice if you look at my thoughts, I say two is a masterpiece. And then I say three is even better than two. Yeah, they're both great yeah. games. Uh, and then I went on to play Gree. Yep, great. Uh, you know, here's another never thing. Never beat Eric. it. It's Grease, apparently. Is it Grease? Okay. Yeah. Uh, never beat it. I thought it was an artsy chill game. Cool to look at, but I didn't beat it. Yeah. It didn't, didn't hold me as long as I needed it to, you know, to get to the end of there. So we'll talk about this now since you have it up. I also played Grease. 
in January, and I thought that that was one of the prettiest games I've ever played, dude. I took so many screenshots. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Yoshi, for subscribing. And if you're listening to this uh, as an audio podcast, you can go subscribe to us on twitch.tv slash late for embargo, and that would be sick. Anyways, uh, Grease is one of the prettiest games I've ever played. I took so many screenshots. Every frame of that game is like a painting um i didn't particularly wow, that should, love that'd be a good youtube channel dave yo what every frame of painting every frame of painting yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh it, i didn't like love the way that the game played and i i didn't even love like the the level design or anything like that but i i did love playing that game i thought it was like this very meditative awesome artsy chill game yeah it was a fun game to play while i didn't really have a lot going on uh and then the first of the next 12 months of super smash bros oh uh, yeah I never stopped playing that game uh, and then I jumped into Infamous Second Son for really no other reason, and then realized how much better I liked moving around in Spider-Man. Really? See, I've never um, played Second Son, and mm-hmm. uh, I have a fun story about um, I owned that game. Like, I, I just think I just got it on sale or something, and I, I never played it. Yeah. Uh, and then my my old roommate, uh, my old you know dorm roommate, just like always played on my PS4, and he platinumed the game just yeah. on my PS4 while I'm like. Well, uh, fuck me i guess i'll just platinum. you know what i mean i'm like i don't i i didn't even play it i feel like at this point i don't even want to play it anymore yeah. i've just been soiled a little bit uh and then i went on to play neo uh and you would have thought that when i played neo and then i couldn't get past the first boss that that would have been very indicative of uh, avoiding sekiro yeah but you know i still ended up going and playing sekiro you couldn't get past later. the first boss apparently not i don't remember what the first boss was i think i did eventually i don't know maybe later in my uh list i do go back i think and play sec or neo again okay because i do think i got past the first boss okay or maybe i didn't actually now that i'm thinking about it the first major no i didn't i never got past the first major boss because it's super fucking hard uh and then i went and played the anthem vip demo because i pre-ordered the game and then uh played it uh realized the game wasn't gonna be good and then canceled it even though i do say looking forward to playing more uh i think there was a maybe there's another demo no there wasn't but, so at that uh, point you were not looking I was forward out. to playing. I was out. After that demo, I was out. Uh and then I played the Res uh RE2 demo. Uh that was fun. I played it on PC though, but looked very gorgeous. All uh, right. Where we ended up playing on PS4. Uh then I started Path of the Ex- Path of Exile. Uh and damn, that game is just inventory management the game. I've never heard of Path of Exile. So it's, it's a top-down uh it's a lot like Diablo 3 basically where it's just that kind of top-down action RPG kind of game and you go and get gear to get better stuff. Uh but it's basically that on steroids like there's okay. just thousands of gear pieces and the skill tree is just insanely huge and you can your min-maxing potential is just insane. Okay. So so you did you play any more of that this year? Uh I think I'd maybe jumped into it again some other month. Okay, that seems like a very Eric game. Yes, it very much was. Uh, and then I finally beat Doom. I owned Doom. You hadn't beat it before? I hadn't beat it before. I owned Doom since I bought or built my PC because that was like one of the first games I wanted to play and I just never beat it because I wasn't good at mouse and keyboard. And then I just finally went. I was finally good at mouse and keyboard at this point. Finally went and beat Doom. Damn, great game, dude. I love the the Doom. Uh, I said the Doom. The Doom. D- like Doom, you know, the reboot or whatever. Uh, I don't think a single one of those games came out this year, Eric. Yeah. So, or not last year, I guess. Uh, so none of those will go on the list. Let's go over to my game of the year or uh, uh, games I played 2019. So I started off January by finishing up a little tiny, small three hour game called Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, and in my notes, I have the longest slog of my life. Beautiful game, though. And so that's kind of how I was feeling at the end of uh, Red Dead 2. I, I loved that game. I thought Arthur Morgan's story was fantastic. 
Um, I, I liked the epilogue, all that stuff. It just, that game was so fucking long, Eric. Yeah. And I it, remembered that just, I needed you to beat that game. So I, I, yeah. Podcast. We were going to like, we had so many plans to just like talk about it and write about it. And we never did because it took so long. And, and I came away totally blown away and loving it, but yeah. also like a little exhausted. If that I mean, makes sense. I'm honestly impressed you did beat that game. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, I played it for like, here's the thing, Eric, I could have fucking dashed through it. You know what I mean? I could have done yeah. the the quick dash through the story and beating it, you know, whatever, 30 hours. Yeah. Um, but I, I really took my time and I did a lot of the stuff that I wanted to do. Uh, cause I, I knew I didn't want to rush through that game. And so I have like great memories of playing that game. And I, I, I have this like awesome memory of, uh, this dude getting attacked by like a crocodile and he's like, Oh, help me, help me. You know, you need to take me to a hospital or whatever. It's kind of this like scripted moment. Yeah. And it's the middle of the night. Right. And so I, I, I toss him up on my horse and I ride into the nearest town. I've never been to this town. It's like this giant, looks like some new orleans town or whatever right uh and and it's like the middle of the night and so i go to a doctor's office and i like try it but it's closed and there's no one there because it's the middle of the night and so the guy dies and i just take him off my horse and like drop him on the ground and people think that i killed him (laughs) yeah and so i get the police after me and so it's like this just great simulation of like fucking life or whatever you know life and whatever the time period was and i just i love that game but damn is it long uh, and so then we played Uncharted two and three. I like that your little note actually not better than three. Yeah, and so I, yeah, my note was that I thought I think two is actually worse than three, and three was much better than I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to hear us talk more about that, you know, there's a whole we podcast a whole where podcast. we debate the story and all of that good stuff. Uh, and then I have Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, I played Pikachu, uh, and I had beaten this game the year before, I believe. Is that right? I mean, that, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if, because I, I actually, this might have been the time that I actually played it. This might, you might have went back and beat it, maybe. Maybe. I, I'm not sure. Um, But I love this game. I thought, actually, Let's Go did a lot of streamlining of things that I didn't love, mm-hmm. that I just, I loved the experience of playing that game and going back and just the nostalgia of Gen 1. Yeah. Um, And I, I actually liked the idea of, like, catching a bunch of Pokemon to level up all of your guys and stuff. I really liked that aspect. And I loved the no random encounters. I thought Pokemon Let's Go was a fantastic experience. Obviously, it didn't come out this year. So yeah. Uh, then we have Greece. I said really liked it. The most beautiful game. The most beautiful game I've ever played. I th- I would. I think that like holds up. Yeah. That game is so, so fucking pretty. It is really pretty because it is a painting. It, literally every part of it is. Absolutely. Uh, Smash Bros. Love uh, it and bad at it. Yeah. Do you think this has changed at all? Yeah, I actually I think that I'm much better at the game than I was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Because we play it just constantly. Yeah. Does Smash Bros. make every month like me? <laughs> uh, Eric, I've I, oh, here's you, the thing. you didn't do repeats, right? I didn't do repeats. Anytime I I ha- played a game, I it is that month that I started it okay. that it owns. Got it. Um, afterwards is a game called Donut County. Eric, have you heard of this game? I have heard of about this it? game. Yeah, I think so we did do a brief discussion on it at some point. Uh, so Donut County, for anyone who doesn't know, is this game about you you basically play as a hole you're controlling a hole and you're going up and swallowing things in a level to make the hole bigger it's uh it's sort of like katamari damacy right where you yeah. go around and collecting things and making your thing bigger um and and that's like fun enough right mm-hmm. but it's also like this amazing like quirky funny story about this raccoon who like buys this donut shop and and the holes are supposed to be like deliveries or whatever and so he's like swallowing up this entire town and there's this like great story just about this like sort of politician ask raccoon who's like kind of denying it and kind of like 
just twisting the story a little bit and it's so fun dude i it's a super short like maybe three to four hour game mm-hmm. um but i had a fantastic time uh and last but not least is a game that did come out in 2019 it came out this month in january it's called Pikaniku. um and it's this fun like 2d platformer uh about this like red blob and and you're going through and helping this like city kind of fight back against this like tyrannical capitalist overlord guy yeah uh and it's super quirky and really fun and and ultimately it was like again you know a three four or five hour game um and and i i didn't co-am like come away like blown away it definitely was you know an indie kind of a not an indie game in the sense of like oh this is you know the one of these amazing small scale kind of things but it felt a little like rough around the edges yeah but it, it definitely had like a personality that was really good so while it came out in 2019, I think that that one stays off the list. Off the game of the year list? <laughs> yes. Did any of these games make your game of the year? Uh, No. Okay. I guess um, only Donut County. Or no, Donut County didn't even come out. Nope, didn't come out. The ones with the the um, the um stars came out this year, Eric. Oh, okay. Uh, And so I blame our roles in the chat. It says, did Logan ever finish Fire Emblem? That slog could be longer. And listen, you'll hear more about that because I did beat Fire Emblem and I have things to say. <laughs> Uh, so moving on to February for me. Yep. Got Smash Bros. at the top of the list. Of course. Uh, Piranha Plant just came out. Said he was fun to play. Nice. Uh, then I started playing Apex Legends. I think this is when Apex came out, right? February? Yep, that sounds right. Yeah, stealth release BR game. Uh, and then it was the one I enjoyed the most so far. Little did I know. Two games. Uh, and then I finally <laughs> played Celeste, which, holy shit, this game is an absolute masterpiece. So the only reason I played this game is because it somehow, without me playing it, made, uh, like, the top five of our games oh, yeah. of all time list without me even playing it. And so I finally went and played it, and, yeah, it deserves to be it, on that list, probably even higher, because this game is probably one of my favorite games ever made. It was really funny because when we recorded that podcast, I, I just kind of kept talking about Celeste and like how much I knew that you would love Celeste and I could mm-hmm. see you getting more and more excited yeah. and, it, and it somehow ended up like so high on our game of the like game of all time list because yeah. I had like just played it pretty much I feel like uh, and it was just fantastic dude I fucking love Celeste. Yeah Celeste is the goat uh, and then Tetris 99 also came out uh, and you'll see here I said best BR game because absolutely obsessed with winning uh, I don't remember what I, here let's see uh, winning uh oh yeah i don't think i got yeah highest place is fourth uh, i never got any higher than that because you have to be absolutely fucking insane to get higher than that yeah dude i uh i actually went back and played tetris 99 recently mm-hmm. and i couldn't even crack like top 20 now people are yeah. fucking so good at tetris because yeah, it's all the people that are still really good at it that stick with it yeah it's um, uh quite quite the game dude i love tetris 99 then i went on to play owl boy because after celeste i was kind of in that platformer high uh but i did not beat it and i thought <clears throat> i thought it was fun to fly around but the gameplay was not as tight as i wanted it to be i've heard a lot of really good things about owl boy and the thing here is i think uh owl boy would be a game i'd really enjoy the problem is i played it right after playing celeste mm, okay and so i think that kind of yeah, took that, away that. some of the uh the good parts of it you absolutely know? can we go back to your spreadsheet eric yeah sure uh Ooh. what do we want to do about tetris 99 do you want do you want that to end up should we just put it in the running uh, we'll put it in the running because I do yeah. not have Ted. <laughs> yeah, so okay. We can we'll put Tetris ninety nine in the yeah, running. Yeah, can can you here. make um just yeah just put another tab or something in your sheet? Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, and and just we'll start listing games. All right, so we'll put Tetris. Yep, Tetris ninety nine. Ninety nine, number so, one. Num- so far, number one on this list. Uh, and then we'll hop over to my February. There you go. 
So in February, I played uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, and I said that this game was really, really sweet, but it ultimately just felt like it was so fucking long. I played that game for probably 25 to 30 hours, Eric. Like, I played a lot of, of, of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. And it's so big that I was like, I don't think it's going to... It kind of gave me that, like, Witcher 3 feeling where I'm like, motherfucker, this game's good, but I'm not going to be... Yeah, there's just too much to do. There's just too much to do. And, and so I loved what I played. Obviously, it's kind of a moot point because it didn't come out this year, but I, I really enjoyed my time with Odyssey. That was a game I think I picked up, like, on a sale for, like, 10 bucks or something at yeah. that time, and, and so I, I just kind of had it, and I was ready to jump in. Uh, and then I played a game called Steam World Dig, which is pretty old, actually. I'd say a game that came out in, like, 2014, 2015, something yeah. like that. Um, and I totally loved it. I thought it, I really did not think that that game was going to be for me, but it was so cheap at that point that I just, like, bought it. I think I even bought it for free with, like, my Nintendo points. Uh, and I, I like fell in love with the loop of like going to get your stuff, going back up to the top, uh, you know, you're mining, mm-hmm. you're getting all your gear and you have to climb back up to the top before your light goes out and all that stuff. And, uh, and it just has this constant progression of like getting new upgrades and being able to get to new areas. And, and so I beat it in like three days or something. It was so good. I loved that game. Um, then I played a game called golf story, which is another one I think came out last year. Well, yeah. It's 2020 now. Came out 2018. 2018 yeah. I'm still in the 2019 mindset. Um, and that game was so sweet. I I really liked the. You it's it's weird because it is just a golf game, right? But but it's got this like great kind of satirical story, mm-hmm. like just about sports and like the sports journey and kind of like, I don't know, man. It's 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 super tongue in cheek and like and it's got just this personality that I really liked. Uh, so golf story is dope. And then at Tetris 99, here's what I have written, Eric. Are you ready? Yeah. You can see it. I was kind of laughing at this because I read a little bit ahead. <laughs> yeah. I said, fuck this game. I never got first place. And then I wrote, such a cool game. Highlight, highest place was seventh. Uh, so I played a ton of Net Tetris 99, and I even played some recently. Yeah. And I, I just I think this game's a blast, and it is also so frustrating. I just remember when this game came out, because like, this was back in early 2018, so you were still working at the paper with me. Yep. Uh, and uh, I remember we'd just sit, go and sit in the office, and we'd pull out our Switch, and we'd both just be playing Tetris. Yeah. And it was so good. Not together or anything. No, or just even in the same room. Just play Tetris to yep. see who could get farther. It was an obsession. Uh, and then, uh, I, Eric, I wrote down even all of the, like, stupid browser or mobile games that I played. Yeah. And so uh, my girlfriend, Macy, was was jumping back into this game called BitLife. Have you heard of BitLife? I have heard of BitLife. Uh, and it's just, like, this weird life simulator where you're going through and, like, making choices and, like, deciding your career and stuff. And then yeah. you just, like, you know, whatever, die. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's just kind of this dumb life simulator i guess and i don't know i had a lot of fun just playing it for like two days um yeah. but that was pretty much it and then i jumped into apex legends uh and i said i see the quality here but i didn't really have a dedicated group to play with which is the only time i ever had fun because when we yeah. played that one time we played with you and 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 me and uh this dude we knew from the paper and we had a great time I yeah thought. it was like, pretty fun a ton of fun playing that game but when i tried to play by myself i just did not enjoy it really yeah you didn't have that that group mentality yeah uh, so Tetris 99 obviously has made the list. So just from that. All right. Now All right. here's where I think we're going to get into a lot more of the heavy stuff. Yeah. So here we're into March by far the most games I played all year in this one month. Uh, so in March we took a trip to, uh, Baltimore, uh, Baltimore Massachusetts. And, uh, on that trip, I it just impulse bought Pokemon. Let's go Eevee. Yeah, Cause we you- were just talking about it. 
and or some well, I think Sword and Shield news came out or something or something made me buy this game and I was trying to download it in the hotel Wi-Fi and I literally left my Switch just going all night to no, download we, it. Eric, we went to a Starbucks. I know, we, and that's what I'm saying. And I left my Switch on all night to download it and it just it barely downloaded anything because the hotel Wi-Fi was so shitty. And the next day I'm like, hey, there's a Starbucks uh just like around the corner. We should go get coffee. I'm gonna bring my switch and see just see if it downloads faster. And holy shit, did it download fast. It downloaded in like five minutes. Yeah, so this is like kind of a, a tangent here, but we went to a conference, uh like a newspaper conference, because that, you know, we we went for the newspaper we worked at. Uh and we were there for a weekend and basically we only had to be there for one day and like an hour of one day. So we yeah. spent the whole weekend doing homework and playing video games in our hotel room. Yeah. And then we went down to the conference for like an hour and then we, and we then also we walked around quite a bit. Yeah. We did some exploring of Baltimore and all that good stuff, but, yeah. but we played like a ton of games and just watched like Thor, Thor, the dark world. <laughs> yeah. While doing homework and shit. God, that was probably one of the worst nights of doing homework ever. Cause I was so demotivated because yeah. I'm like pretty demotivated normally to do homework. And then, like, we're in a different city, and we have the potential to go do anything. Uh-huh. And uh, we're just in our hotel room nope. doing homework. Uh, Yoshi2929 in the chat says, it's in Baltimore, Maryland. It indeed it is. is. I'm flew, just a fucking idiot. <laughs> we flew all the way to Baltimore, Maryland on the dime of our university yeah. to go to a conference for one hour and play video games. I said Massachusetts. Oh, I, I was said... thinking Boston. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go too much more into it. You pretty much said everything I thought about. Yep. Uh, uh pokemon uh and then next up i played ape out uh and this is i'm gonna add this one to number two uh yep. ape out as a game Wait, of the year contender i think ape out goes above tetris 99 oh yeah me too okay uh is there gonna be an easy way to move these just i yeah i uh you can like drag like at the if you if you grab yep like that oh, it's gonna but if you, you have to drag like the corner oh, it's gonna be so yeah <laughs> what if we just do uh go like this oh nope that's not gonna do it either I clearly don't use Excel. Ever. Yeah, I uh, Excel is kind of tricky to use like this in this manner. We're just gonna insert a row. Yep, there you go, <laughs> right in there. Perfect. Uh, Ape yeah, out. I think Ape Out is better than better than Tetris Nine. Yeah. What are your thoughts about Ape Out, though, Eric? So Ape Out, <clears throat> what a good again another super stylish stylistic indie game after coming off hot off of Gree, Gris, yep. Grease, uh, and. Just it had such a unique style and the just freeform drum drumline jazz in it that just goes along with everything you're doing just makes it such a fun little game. Uh, I also played this in Baltimore uh, on the flight and I just plugged in my headphones. I remember you were super pissed because you forgot your headphones and you yep. wanted to play it. Uh, but yeah, this definitely is a game like not all games need to be played with sound. You know, there's a lot of games that are just kind of like podcast games or listen to your own music kind of games. Uh-huh. But this one, absolutely, you need to have your sound turned up to play this. Like I'm thinking about getting a subwoofer soon. I might just play this game just to test out my speakers. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> uh we'll talk about it now since you brought it up i also played ape out at the same time on that trip uh i ended up playing the majority of it in our hotel room because i did not i actually had headphones with me but they were bluetooth yeah and there was no way to connect them to my switch and i was on a plane switch yeah it it was fucking lame anyways but uh i played through the entire thing and i beat it on that trip and i had a great time it was a little tricky like a lot of that game is actually kind of tough um but i i fucking loved it and i thought the last level was so much fun and like this crazy chaotic awesome way yeah super dope next up i have the forest uh we have a whole podcast where i dive deep into the fuck that this game is uh and so if you want to hear more about the forest you can go check that out um 
but yeah this game super fucked up kind of it's pretty fun uh ending was really twisted but uh yeah i i bought it and we did uh me and my friend jake who i've mentioned on the show before bought it last year or 2018 uh, and then we just finally, for some reason in March, I think we just didn't have a lot to play. As you could tell by the amount of things I played in March. Didn't really yeah, oh my god, you played a play. lot of games, Eric. Uh, but yeah, and so we finally went and beat that game. And Jesus, that's a weird game. Uh, then I played Apex and Owlboy. We already talked about those. Uh, then I jumped into Rocket League again. Still an excellent game. Top notch. Loved it. Uh, Smash Bros. again. Uh, played a game called Disc Jam again. So... Uh, I'll dive in a little bit here. So Rocket League, Disc Jam, uh, un- and Undertale, and Hell, or not Undertale, and Helldivers are all, these three games are games that my friend Jake and I always jump into and we just have nothing to play. Okay. Uh, and we're just trying to find something to play and to do. So Disc Jam usually cut, like hits that competitive market, you know, where we want something fun and to like kind of get your energy pumped into So what is Disc something. Jam? I've never heard of this game. Disc Jam is um, shoot, what's that? It's what's that old game like that frisbee game? Do you know that uh, Adam Boys always talked about it. Um, no idea, man. I don't. I can't remember, but it, but Disc Jam is basically it's frisbee tennis, basically where you're throwing a frisbee or a, in this case a disc to not get copyright infringement, a disc back and forth, and it's basically has this similar rules to te- tennis, but obviously no bouncing okay. off the ground. Yeah, because you're just tossing. Uh-huh, and so, and you kind of go, you can do doubles against people online, which Jake and I would always do, or you could do singles against each other. And much how in Nidhogg, where you can't ever beat me in Nidhogg, you know? Yep, Nidhogg fucking uh, sucks. Jake can't beat me in disc jam in singles, no matter what. <laughs> uh dude i i i remember getting like absolutely tilted trying to play nidhogg and uh well we'll, we'll get to that i think I yeah it's on so this list frustrating somewhere. uh and then i played undertale under the much recommendation of everyone uh and that game is overhyped and got tired of it in the end eric and never beat it we i don't need to rehash it because we have an entire podcast about undertale but i just can't believe you're so wrong i yeah. like <laughs> undertale is one of the like most unique gaming experiences i feel like i've had in that like it kind of changed the entire my entire perspective on like what you can be doing in a video game. Yeah, and I just can't believe, dude. I can't believe you didn't like it's it. It's a boring game. Uh, next up, I played Dragon Age in- in- Dragon Age Inquisition in order to prepare for a podcast that would not be played or not be done until like four months later. <laughs> uh, yeah. So kind of there was like Dragon Age four a tease or something at that yeah. point, and uh, and our friend Shailene loves dragon age and so she said like yo when dragon age 4 comes out you guys need to get me on the podcast and i was like you know what we'll do you one better eric and i will both play and beat dragon dragon age inquisition <laughs> which overzealous <laughs> which was which was a mistake i think say. i this is the only time i played inquisition and i probably only did it for two hours yeah at most. i actually played a lot of inquisition this year i played like probably 20 hours of inquisition and i really dug it it was really i like that game a lot yeah i played inquisition oh, i don't have a time i didn't even look uh, next up, I played Satisfactory. This was the beginning of you being annoyed anytime I yep. bring up a, a, any game. If you, whatever, I know how to shut you up is just to start talking about Satisfactory. So is that a, is that a 2019 release? Yeah, it is. It's in early access. Are we going to count so it since it's in early do we access? Count early access. It's up to you, Eric. What do you think? I don't think we'll count because it's not, it's still getting new stuff. All yeah, the time. I agree. Like it just got a big update. Uh, and then uh, end of March, I was heading down to my cousin's wedding. For the only time I will ever be blackout in my life, 
I almost fell off a black balcony. I broke my eyebrow open. Very good time. Yeah, you came back looking like you got jumped or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a very good time. But on the trip down, it's about a 12-hour drive down there. I played a game called Salt and Sanctuary because uh, I was I was craving the pain for Sekiro, you know? It yep. was coming. Sekiro came out in March, but we didn't get it because we were very poor. Yep. Uh, I... And so I was craving that kind of game style, which you think I wouldn't have after Neo just kicking my ass. Uh, but uh, still got Salt and Sanctuary. Was basically 2D Dark Souls. Didn't beat it, obviously. All right, let's head to my March, Eric. I'm excited. Uh, so the one of the first things I jumped into in March was Celeste. Uh, I played on the plane ride to Baltimore because I did not have headphones and I was bored. Uh, and so I I jumped into Celeste and I was I was just trying to do some strawberries and stuff. So there's not much to say about that because I I've already said Eric I love that game so much. Uh, and then I played Ape Out. We've already talked about Ape Out. Ape Out is amazing. It's got this great soundtrack. It's a, it's a fantastic idea. I love the I love any time a game has like a dynamic soundtrack. Yeah. Like what you do affects the the music. I think that's just so amazing. Um, I, this is the only time I, I accidentally put Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I already talked about that. Um, Breath Breath of the Wild. I also played on the plane and uh, I played on the plane to Florida because uh, I was going on vacation with my girlfriend and her family. Um, and Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time. It is a fantastic video game that changed the way I think about open world video games. And Eric is a fucking fool for not playing it. Sign again. At at some point, Eric, I we're gonna play the game, and I think that you will like it. I uh, think you'll like it a lot. Big doubt. Uh, I played Undertale. I love Undertale. I think Undertale is another a great, game you're wrong about. A great, great video game with a ton of personality and an innovation. And a great soundtrack that I still listen to. Um, next, Eric, this is a big one. Yeah. I, I feel like this is going to make the list. Baba is You. Baba is You came virtually out of nowhere for me. Mm-hmm. I was listening to one Kotaku split screen. And uh, Jason Schreier was was talking about this new puzzle game called Baba is You. Or maybe he... I actually, I think maybe he tweeted about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. I'm ready to play some games, right? So I downloaded Baba is You. And it is... I, th- I think I even tweeted, like, Baba's You is one of the most creative games I think I've ever played because it is this puzzle game where you are influencing the rules, right? Mm. So Baba is You, Eric, except for sometimes Baba is not you. Maybe Wall is You or Tree is You. Yeah. And, you know, and you these are the kind of things you're manipulating these kind of, like, logic puzzles to solve a puzzle. And it's so hard. I actually – I never beat it because it, it's so hard. I got, like, maybe – a half of the halfway to like three quarters of the way through the game right um until i just kind of got stumped and i thought that looking up answers would be kind of like pointless right yeah. the whole point if of the, the game whole point is to solve is the to solve the puzzles um but that eureka moment eric is in it's euphoric dude it's insane i don't think i've ever been more excited than when i figured out some of the puzzles in baba is you because it it's it's such a great like i don't know man you can you can see all the rules right like there's not there's no, oh, can I do this, right? Like, well, there is kind of, right? Because you're like, oh, will this work if I do, you know, blank is blank is blank or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't kind of have that, like, sometime in a puzzle game, you're like, I would never fucking think of that. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even know that was possible. Like, in this game, it is possible, and everything's on screen, right? You yeah. know the rules. Yeah. You just have to figure out how to how to change the rules. Uh, So Baba is You is, is absolutely amazing. I can't sing praises high enough. I think if you haven't tried out Baba is You and you like puzzle games, you need to try it. I think Baba's You goes at the top of this list right now. Top of the list. So here's my problem. I didn't play it. <sighs> Eric. 
I will waver to put it above Tetris. Okay, so so below Ape Out, above Tetris? Yes. I, I think that's fair because you didn't even play it. All right. Baba is you going at number two. I'm just saying, Eric, just from sheer innovation, this game is amazing. We're going to do this too. All right. Uh, nice and up. then I played I, I I played a lot of Snake in class. Well, unknown game no one's ever heard of. Uh, like just like the Google browser version, and I I played like a ton of this game, like basically every class for like the the months of March and April. I'm a little uh, disappointed you didn't put your high score. Uh, yeah, I, th- I actually think I got pretty high, like in the I don't just know. Just fucking high, dude. Yeah, so, yeah, super high playing Snake. <laughs> Uh, what can you say about Snake, Eric? A timeless game. A timeless game. A game that uh, no matter what phone I have, no matter what type of phone, no matter when I have the phone, I always have Snake downloaded on Do you have phone. Snake downloaded on your phone right I now? I do currently right really? now. Really? Yes. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know that about you. Because it's the type of game where I'm like, so there's certain modes that you do in certain times when you go on your phone, right? Uh-huh. And I have a certain order of which I do things. Uh, and it depends not as much lately because I guess I, I'm not as bored as much lately now because I'm out of school and I just have a job now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, before, I had a certain order. So it would be Twitter. Once I get through my timeline on Twitter, then it would be Reddit. Once I get bored on Reddit because you're never through Reddit, you're just, you just get bored. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, uh, time to just play something. And then I just go and play something on my phone. Okay. And Snake is something that I always play. And then as well as Desert Golf. I'm think I'm on level like two thousand seven hundred and something in Desert Golf. Okay. And it it doesn't get harder. It just it's basically just is a random general randomly generated golf game that uh, that just puts a hole somewhere and then just kinda puts sand somewhere okay, <laughs> in so the way. Okay, so you just gotta figure it out. Yeah. That's fun. I didn't put mobile games like on phone games, so I guess I didn't uh those are on there somewhere. But. Yeah, I just kind of yeah. was like, I'm playing these. Why not, right? Yeah. Uh, and next, I have a game called Ding Dong XL, a which is mobile game, right? Yep, a mobile game. Uh, which I played. Actually, I think I played it on my Switch. Um, and this is basically a game where you just need to get to the other side. I thought of the you screen. played this on your phone, and then I got it on Switch. Yeah, actually, I think you're right, Eric Krause. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, so it's like Frogger, except for you, you only have one shot, right? Yeah. Like you press the button and it goes to the other side of the screen. And it's super fun. Like, I had a great time playing this game. I got, like, some super high scores. Yeah. Um, and I heard about this game because of Jared Petty on uh, on Kind of Funny mm-hmm. and uh, formerly of Kind of Funny. And and uh, it was great. I had a great time playing Ding Dong XL. It's uh, super cheap. I think you can yeah. get, like, 99 cents. I think it is 99 cents. I also played Ding Dong XL. Uh, and one of the things I liked about it, so every year or every end of semester since I'm in band, uh, we had to play the commencement ceremony. and. Yep. If you ever go to a commencement ceremony, there's only music playing during the beginning and the end. The rest of the time is people talking and just saying things about life. So boring. So boring. And so uh, I would always bring my Switch. And uh, Ding Dong XL has a two-player mode where each person can take a Joy-Con and control one of the balls. Yep. And so me and my friend Kevin, I just give him the Joy-Con. And we sat there and played that for like two hours while people talked. And they did the whole walking thing. Uh, and we're just like just trying to get super high scores. Great, didn't come out this year though, so we can't we no. can't count that. So that was my March, Eric. Now we're on to your April. On to my April. Uh, yeah, I have Ding Dong right there at the bottom. Uh, Smash, Satisfactory, Apex. Don't need to get into. Uh, I jumped back into Warframe. Uh, still couldn't get into it. It's so complicated of a, a looter shooter that really? uh, it's just there's so much at this point that it's kind of overwhelming. So I just couldn't get into it. I'm sure if I was able to stick with it for long enough, uh, I'd like it, but just couldn't do it. 
Uh, then finally got Sekiro. Could not beat this game. Uh, I'll even read what I said here. <laughs> Beginning is kicking my ass. Fun for a while. I think I'm tired of overly hard games. This is where I came to the conclusion that I don't really like hard games anymore. Yep. I loved Bloodborne so much, but that game kicks your ass. And like, and then this in Sekiro, it just kicks your ass even more. I only played five hours. Uh, I think I got to the second boss or something like that. And I was just like, man, I'm tired of this game. Um, so, so yeah, I'll get my thoughts on Sekiro uh, now as well. Okay. Cause I've also played it in April and it's funny, Eric, because I, um, when I got the game, uh, my friend Adam had come up, right. And he kind of like coached me through the mm -hmm. first couple hours. Yeah. Um, and I got pretty far in the game, actually. I think I, I, the last boss I beat was, um, the bull, right. So that's like, yeah, pretty... that's where I quit. It was that fight. I didn't beat him. Yep. So I beat the bull. Right. And I, and I feel like I, I made it far enough that I was like, okay, dude, like I, I, I beat the bosses, right? Like I know. I feel like I, I have the chops, right, to, like, get through this game to, to you know, persevere, right? But I actually got to the area past the bowl where it kind of opens up a little bit. I feel like there's this kind of sprawling, like, just maze of shit. And that's where I fell off because I was like, I don't know, man. I'm confused about where to go. Like, yeah. there's so much shit right here. I don't even know anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of what turned me off, actually, was, like, the – I kind of have a lot of, like – I don't like playing games where I'm like, where the fuck do I go, right? Oh, yeah. See, I do like that. And I think if I would have beat the bull, I would have stuck with the game yeah. better. Because why I quit at the bull was it's because you literally beat a boss. You go two more feet, and then you're at another boss. Yeah. I'm like, I do not want to just keep boss wall boss i like wall. the boss rush a little bit uh, i, I like. do not that's i mean so maybe ah maybe i should go back and just get past the ball because that sounds that's the fun part i like is just the open area and you're exploring the world and just killing shit in your way yeah and it's not even like i like you know open games and games with like paths and stuff like i just i just felt like oh man if i go too far down this path like am i gonna end up like not being able to circle back or yeah. it's just like this weird thing i have yeah or an, an anxiety about it yeah and i just kind of got confused and was like just kind of fell off yeah uh next up for me in april i jumped into a game called conan exiles uh uh, this was probably pretty shortly after we did our Ark Survival Evolved podcast where I just complained about that game for an hour and a yep. half. Uh, this is another kind of survival game, very similar vein of Ark. Um, my friend Jake, just because I'm always the builder in these survival games, he just wanted me to get on and build him a house. So that's all I did. All right. I didn't get any of the resources for him. Like, just get all the resources and I'll put something together. Uh, and so that's what I did. And I even said, I'm really tired of playing survival games. Okay. Uh, next up, Mortal Kombat 11. I beat this game, and holy shit, was it a game to beat. This game's story is buck wild, dude. Really? It is, like, a very tropey... I don't even... It's not, it's not really even tropey, but it's just, like, the shit that happens is, like... You know an egg game where, like, all the shit you wanted happened happened? Uh-huh. This is what that, that game is. Like, all the stuff you want to just see just happens. It's like in how uh, Rise of Skywalker, the plot makes no sense, but it's just, like, dumb anime fun. Like, just fights to happen to have to fight. And, like, fucking, uh, like, just the ending. I don't want to spoil the Rise of Skywalker, even though we're, like, three weeks past it. But yeah. still. Uh, okay, just so like it's like fan shit. service. It's like... super fan service. -y, and like the way it ends is that uh, Liu Kang. Eric, you know the spoiler ending right now? For Mortal Kombat. Okay, this well, game I, came out spoiler forever, warning though. for Mortal Kombat 11, I guess. Uh, but like uh, Liu Kang just gets Raiden's powers and becomes a thunder fire god really? to fight a time god. And it's just, it's crazy. 
what a fun story that was to be. Um, I was a little disappointed because I usually get sucked into Mortal Kombat, uh, but they changed Mortal Kombat's combat style up a lot, and so I just it didn't vibe with me as much as I wanted. Okay. Uh, and then I jumped into Ding Dong. So, Eric, out of uh, out of April, the games that are sticking out to me as, as coming out in 2019 are Sekiro. And Mortal Kombat, and which Mortal I Kombat. will wager Mortal Kombat as an honorable mention, but I do not think it really makes the list because it was just dumb plot fun for me. Yeah. Uh, and then Sekiro, I can't. I didn't play it enough for it to Yeah, considering that list. neither of us made it very deep yeah. to Sekiro, I'd say that. So, yeah. no. Let's go over to my spreadsheet. Uh, so, in the month of April, I, it didn't seem like I played a whole lot of games. Um or yeah whatever uh we talked about Sekiro I played Smash uh and then I played a game called Toki Tori mm-hmm. um and I actually played this game because I was watching a channel called Game Maker's Toolkit which yeah. is this really fun uh series that this guy does where he kind of dissects game develop you know design and all this good stuff and he he's great and he interviews people um and he talked about Toki Tori 2 and how it's like this great version of a Metroidvania um and so I saw the original Toki Tori on uh the eShop for like pennies dude like so cheap so i was like ah sure i'll, I'll jump in there and i didn't realize that it, it wasn't a metro it wasn't really a metroidvania like the second one is mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a puzzle game with like levels and i i found it super annoying and yeah. i didn't like it i put dumb not my game in the yeah <laughs> uh and then i was playing a game called slither io have you heard about this uh yes so uh i have a little story about this game but okay, i will go. let you explain yours first. oh okay yeah so slither io you're a little snake guy right you're going around a, a level very battle royale-ish i guess right with like a bunch of other real people and you're yeah. just trying to eat them up right to get bigger um and i this was another game i was just playing during class because i was bored yeah uh, so my story with this, I had an internship. I'm not going to say the company because there's still ties there. So I don't want to burn them, you know? Yeah, just in uh, case you want to try to get a job there. Yeah. And so uh, me, I, I was one of like several interns at this at, in this position. And uh, it was like it, it was in kind of a bigger company. And so like we were just kind of sent off to our area and we were given tasks and stuff to get done during the day, but not nearly enough work for an eight hour work day. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, we all, I felt so bad cause there was an actual dude that actually worked at this place in like, it, it was like set up in cubicles and his cubicle was in the middle. And like seven of us, uh, uh, seven of us interns were all surrounding this dude. Okay. And we would just be talking. Cause there was only this dude, right? Like we were far away from everyone else. And so we would just be talking pretty loudly across uh like cubicles and we'd all just be playing slither.io <laughs> to try and get to see who could get the biggest worm <laughs> and so it's like i just felt super bad for this dude that was actually trying to get worked up all these shitty interns were just like fucking wasting time That's i got paid a lot of money for that internship didn't do enough work for it to really warrant it wow uh yeah i had fun with slither io but again i it was just something to pass time in class yeah. then i played the witness because this was a ps plus game i think yeah. at the time a game you wouldn't shut the fuck up about for a yeah. while it, the witness consumed my life yeah like, for a solid couple weeks and i i beat it and I, i'm not even ashamed to say i looked up some stuff yeah uh but it was so frustrating and, and it had that kind of fun you know eureka moments that i love where you're like oh my god i'm gonna try this and you're like holy shit it worked right and it's like it does not explain itself right it's so it's kind of so opaque and like obtuse and stuff but once you figure stuff out it's really exciting Mm -hmm. but then i got to the ending eric and i wanted there to be 
I was hoping it would, you know, unveil the curtain. This is what you've yeah. been doing the whole time, right? This is the answer to this fucking island full of puzzles. And you just beat it, Eric. And you just beat it. And there was nothing. There, it was there. I just wanted there to be something. There was no point. There was uh, no to fucking... cut you for there to be some fucking point, but there wasn't. <laughs> I, I felt so deflated when I beat that game because it's it took so much of my fucking mental energy and it did not give me anything back. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then I played a game called Katana Zero. Uh, and at this point, Eric, in March or in April, I wrote probably my favorite game of the year so far. Really fun combat. Left me wanting more though. And I beat it twice. Mm-hmm. I beat it once, Eric, uh, and then I pretty much immediately beat it again. Yeah. And I found out. This is a fun story. I beat it the first time pretty quickly. Uh, and I was like, wow, that ended kind of abruptly. So I played it again, and I made a different choice. Found out there was like another two or three hours of the game left oh, if, you, yeah. if you make the other choice, mm-hmm. which frustrated me a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I, I just had a lot of fun with the combat. I loved – it was so easy to like fail, right? I love when games make it easy to fail and yeah. like – or I guess easy to come back from failure um, because you kind of just like rewind or whatever. Right. And then, and then you try again. Um, and so I, I just found, I found it like the perfect amount of challenging and like satisfying and fun. And I loved the aesthetic. I loved the art style. Um, I really liked the world it built, but I, I just did kind of wish that the story was like there more. It, it, it just ended feeling like, okay, like there'll be another one and they will expound on this more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had I had a great time with Katana Zero. I want to put it on the list. Okay, it's going on the list. I so here's if it was up to me, yes, I would say Katana Zero goes below Baba's You, but above Tetris Ninety Nine. Below Baba, I'm, which it frustrates I'm, me a little bit because I would want it above Ape Out, <laughs> but I don't want it above Baba's You. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. But you don't always get what you want. You don't always get what you want. I also didn't play. I think you'd like Katana Zero though. I do think I would like Katana Zero. But uh, the problem is, I feel like I can't wa- waver twice because I wavered on Celeste, and while you were right there, if I waver on Katana Zero, you're just gonna get too much power, yo. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's fair. All right, was that your last game? Uh, oh yeah, I played oh, you- Black Back Flipper, which was uh, I I played it originally on my laptop, and then uh, and then on my phone, I even downloaded the app, and it's just a game where you like your kind of guy does this like stance, mm-hmm. and you tap, and he b- does a backflip. And you need to like get him to land on the next platform. Yeah. And so it's just one of those games where you're kind of timing your taps. Yeah. Uh, and it is, I wouldn't say it's like good or like fun. It just is a game yeah. that I played to pass the time. Mm-hmm. Sure. Good, fun, fun to, you know, waste time with. All right, Eric, what'd you play in May? In May, I did it. I finally jumped back into Destiny 2. <laughs> oh, man. And you haven't really stopped I, since, huh? Uh, yeah, not really. Uh, I've stopped cutting it lately. I I kind of fell out of it again. Uh, uh, so Destiny 2 had been super dry. Uh, just for me, I didn't wasn't really into the content that was coming out. You know, wasn't really motivated to play it. Uh, but then in May, I jumped headfirst in and then just, just stuck with it, I think, up until uh, November, pretty much. Uh, I wrote that going to do raid with uh, some of Jake's coworkers. We never did that. Uh, then Apex, more Apex Satisfactory Smash. Uh, and then a game that is an early access, but I would really like to put on the list. Well, this is, uh, but I will allow it not being on there because this is one of my favorite games uh, that I've played all year. Uh, if not my favorite game that I've played all year. <clears throat> and that's Risk of Rain 2. Holy crap. A game much like Baba is you for uh, for you uh, that I just jumped in, not really knowing too much about it, 
uh, and I just had a blast. This is a 3D roguelike bullet hell game, and uh, basically all you do, it combines all my favorite elements, super tight controls, gear collection, and you just kill a ton of shit, right? Okay, yeah. And so you go through, you you get dropped in, and you're just immediately on a timer. And as that timer goes on longer, the game just gets harder. And so you you subsidize that by collecting gear uh, that will make your guy stronger. And to get gear, you have to kill stuff to get gold to get that gear. So it has that perfect loop of just like just that tight gameplay loop of what you need to do, straightforward and easy. And you just go through and you go for as long as you possibly can. Uh, right before we went to see The Rise of Skywalker, I didn't have anything to play, and I jumped into this game. <laughs> I think I told you, I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm literally so powerful, I could just stand there, and it took me a while to die. <laughs> and I'm like, if there's anything that ever makes me feel that powerful, I'm going to love that kind of game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I loved Risk of Rain 2. Uh, really great game. Still coming out with content right now. It just had a character release, uh, and it's great. Uh, and then on to we needed a podcast game, so we played What Remains of Edith Finch because it was a PS Plus game. Yep, it was totally free. Uh, really good, though. I loved this game. I thought it was really fun. Uh, the story was really good. Uh, the world was beautiful. Uh, I just thought that it controlled really just stiffly. Uh, I also played What Remains of Edith Finch, so I'll talk about it now. I, I loved this game. I thought it, it had that – it itched that kind of same thing that, like, Gone Home gave me mm-hmm. where it's, it's the sense of – discovery right you're you're kind of walking around an abandoned place and you're kind of discovering uh things about the people who lived there right and and i i loved it i really just fell in love with this game dude i thought what remains of edith finch was beautiful and and it it was like heartbreaking at certain points and like really impactful and i think it does a lot with its kind of like more gimmicky stuff right where you're kind of getting these flashback scenes that um were were really impactful i really Mm -hmm. liked what remains of edith finch uh, we have a whole podcast about that one too. Yes. Go listen to we that. have a whole podcast about a lot of these. Yeah, most of these. <laughs> uh, and so then uh, Rage 2, another podcast game that came out. Uh, the shooting was really good, but the story was super fucking lame. The driving wasn't really that good. Overall, very mediocre game. Yeah. I don't really have much more to say. Again, we have a podcast about it. I think my favorite thing about Rage 2 was that when I bought it from GameStop, they gave me like this like a frisbee uh, thing right? yeah the, the frisbee thing from it yeah. where it's like it's like folded up and then you press the button and it fucking jets yeah. out into the three boomerang looking yeah. things uh and i had a ton of fun of throwing that at things mm-hmm. um and that was probably my favorite thing about rage 2 rage 2 <laughs> felt anything about the game it felt so much fun to play like you know what i mean like like the shooting yeah. was awesome right if it, it it very much felt like doom like yeah. shooting but it didn't have what made doom so good which was this like constantly constant intensity right and (laughs) in like this tight design of the world and stuff rage 2 felt like this giant desert that they just kind of threw shit into yeah uh then i jumped in at the end of may i played uh just the beginning of god of war real quick to get through that boss fight because we were currently moving into this apartment and uh just i had nothing to do I had two weeks of just absolutely nothing and aimlessness while we were waiting for internet and power and all this stuff to be put into our apartment because we just literally moved in. Yep. And I just had I just had God of War downloaded on the PlayStation, so I'm like, fuck it. That boss fight's God tier, literally. Uh, and so I just wanted to play that, and I jumped back into it uh and just just to play that fight i've been thinking it's about time for a replay i've got another good good old replay i've really been thinking about it 
Uh, I don't think anything on this makes it on the list. Risk of Rain would be the only one I'd want on there, but it will just be an honorable mention because it's not. It's, yeah. it's and Rage, Rage 2 does not make it on it the list. It definitely doesn't make the list. Uh, so in May, it looks like I did not play very many games. No. Um, I played a game called Grow Home, which was like that little uh, Ubisoft indie game yeah. where you're like a little robot and you need to climb these like stalks, like beanstalk things, right, to get as high as possible and like grow home basically yeah uh and i beat it and and i had fun with it it was a good like you know two afternoon kind of game um and i, I guess i don't really have much to say about it. it it the gimmick of the climbing you know where you use the triggers kind of to climb you know you use the left trigger to like attach his left hand and then the right trigger to attach his right hand and that's kind of how you climb uh it works well enough but it, it is it does kind of have like a fair amount of jankiness to it yeah um and so it, it kind of felt like a tech demo almost but it was fun and then I played What Remain What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh and I wrote, Wow, like gone home, taken to the next level of storytelling. Uh the way that you step into each shoes of each character was really powerful. Sort of confused about what happened to Molly. I don't oh, remember. Yeah, I don't really remember what happened to Molly either. Uh then I played Dragon Age Inquisition, and uh I had a ton of fun with Dragon Age. I played a lot more than Eric did, to oh, say yeah, the least. For um, sure. And I created this character that I really liked, this like mage character. And uh I, I was super even invested in like the politics and the story. I was really invested. Um, I thought the gameplay was the weakest part about the game. I mm -hmm. thought the, the gameplay was a little, or the gameplay was like a little boring. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of fell off cause there were other things to play. Uh, I played cookie clicker. There was like a, there was like a period of time where I was getting really into cookie clicker. What the fuck? This is just, you click the cookie, right? Yep. Yep. And There's I, Eric, no point, right? I left <laughs> this open as a, as a tab for, a long time yeah like a, like how, a how do you remember what your number was like in the billions no that's impossible no because eric you, <laughs> as you click you, the clicking is currency and oh, so then okay. you get things that auto click oh okay so so then you you get in you know you you kind of compound uh, okay clicks. i was gonna say there's it's impossible no i didn't click, click i didn't literally times. click billions of times yeah, okay. a lot of times the game was playing itself yeah okay I see what you're saying. It, it's stupid. It's like barely a game. Honestly, you just kind of are upgrading things. It's it's something yeah. to look at. It was fun, I guess. Uh, and then Rage 2. I said it's super fun to shoot things. Stupid story and boring world. Yeah. All right. I have a feeling we're going to start moving quick and fast now. A lot less games to talk about. Yeah, we played less and less games, but the games I liked the most in the latter half of the year. Uh, okay. Uh, for June, for me, Super Smash Bros., Destiny 2., uh, then a game called Outer Wilds. Okay. Do you, Eric, um, do you want to talk about this right now? I Yeah, I guess why might as well. So Dean, what, what was your experience with Outer Wilds? I wish I would have played this on a console. Because uh, this game, I it was only on Epic, so I couldn't use a controller to play it, and it made it so hard to play. The game even recommends that you play it with a controller. Yeah, because the ship, right? Yeah, because the ship. And it was just so hard to play. And I love this game, uh, but... Because of the jankness of having to use a mouse and keyboard for this game, I just didn't stick with it long enough to get where I wanted to. And I, but here's the thing: is I love this game so much that I still haven't looked up anything about it. I still know very little yeah. about this game of other than what I've played, uh, and that makes me really sad. And that only because I've played so little of this game that I can't put it on the list. Like I can't recommend putting it on the list. So I played a lot of Outer Wilds. I still haven't beaten it though. Mm -hmm. I played. I even I even went back to it multiple times throughout the year to play more. Yeah. Um and it is just such a big game and there's a lot of it is based around like going to places and like gaining knowledge there that I feel like the game could uh, potentially take you a long long time to beat. Yeah. Um 
but I fell in love with this game, dude. It, and I, this isn't, I, I was listening to uh, Kirk Hamilton on Kotaku split screen, talk about it. And so I'm going to kind of steal his words a little bit. And he says that outer wilds for kind of all intents and purposes is like a Metroidvania, but like the upgrades that you get are not, you know, like more powerful boosters or anything. It's like knowledge, which yeah. sounds corny to say, but really you go to this planet and you find that there is, you know, this giant ice thing or whatever. And you're like, how do I get through that? There's no way. I know I need to get over there. Mm-hmm. And then on a to- entirely different planet, you find some information that might help you get through that thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. It's true. And, and it's this entire solar system, right? It's kind of like it's got this sense of exploration and like discovery. And everything is put there intentionally, right? I feel like this game could have easily been like something that's like exploring you know these procedurally generated places right yeah but but instead it's this entire solar system it's an entire world that that is hand built and you're you're going through space and you're landing on a planet that feels so different than a different planet and and they all have like you know very distinct feels and you're going and you're learning about this like society that came before you right and it's just so cool i love the outer wilds i can't wait to beat it at some point in my life so it sounds like it's gone on the list. i want to put it on the list I didn't beat it. Eric. I didn't beat it either. So realistically, I think this goes at the top of the list, but I don't think that you would want to put it at the top of the list. Um, I would put it at the top of the list because I do think it is a better game. Yeah. Than well, yeah, you played okay because like I, I agree, right? I played a good amount of that game, so I will still put it at the top. Great. Of the list. Outer Wilds currently tops the list, and I, that feels a little blasphemous because I haven't beat it, but I still think I can safely say that like I've loved what I played, and yeah. I, it's not even like I only played ten hours, right? I think I put like a solid twenty into it. I'm just not that far. Yeah. So if you're listening at home, do not have the visual with you. Our current list as it stands. Number one, Otter Wilds. Number two, Ape Out. Number three, Baba is You. Number four, Katana Zero. And number five, Tetris 99. All uh, right. On to my next game. June. We played some Overcooked. Uh, Eric, June's kind of a big month for us. This is when we yes. started streaming. So we started our stream in June. And so with that, we were trying to come up with a lot of stream games and things we could play. Uh and overcooked was one of the ones that we thought would be funny because this is a game i get so heated in yeah and so we thought it would it be was, a funny game to do and just have me be heated on stream it was it was a lot of fun <laughs> to play uh but so stressful and, and yeah a very stressful game it uh, ultimately we stopped playing it because it got to the point where we just wouldn't talk on stream and yeah, we'd just be we so were just focused so focused uh, next up, jumped into more fighters. Uh, we just had like a resurgence of wanting to play this game, I think, yeah. and uh, that's why it showed up here. Yeah, we went and visited our friend Adam, and we played a bunch of fighters at Hibbs' house, and then yeah. we came back here and played a bunch of fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still no good at that game, and yeah. I think it sucks because it's so frustrating, and I hate. It's one of those games that when you play someone who's good, you just set down your controller because yeah, there's you, no you, way to you do anything. You can't do anything with that. Uh, and then we played Until Dawn just on stream because uh, I really like Until Dawn, but you weren't digging it. Nope, wasn't digging until now. Uh, and then we had two contenders for Game of the Year in just June alone. <clears throat> and I would argue this one's way more important to be our number one. And that is Mario Maker 2. This yeah, game yeah. has defined our stream, and I would think it's blasphemous if it's not our okay, number one. So I'm going to agree with you, and I think it should go on the top of this, this, the list for sentimental reasons, right? Yes. Because you know we late for embargo i think is very much defined by how much mario maker 2 we played and we met so many people that like i like i like hanging out with and interacting with right on Mm -hmm. stream through mario maker and it became this kind of weekly staple of like 
people you know sending us stuff and, and us getting super frustrated with not being yeah. able to beat them mm-hmm. uh and we, you know we had all these like iconic moments like eric t- totally fucking biffing and turning off his uh his um you, you restart, you know, you restart, yeah, restart the, to the checkpoint, restart the level, and totally yeah. getting pa- like getting rid of a checkpoint that we worked so hard to get yeah. to. Uh, so Mario Maker Two is fun and fantastic. I just haven't actually played a lot of it. Yeah, that's like true. it was mostly you because I suck at it, mm-hmm. and when I did play, I was like, oh, I fucking suck at this. Yeah, and I never made. I don't even own the game. It's just yours, so I never made anything. Yeah. Um. So I will see where this ends up, but I I'm gonna probably argue for some things to go over Mario Maker Two. Mm-hmm. But I do understand its its sentiment to our uh our our channel and the people in our community. I will point out a little note I made. Uh just in my thoughts section of this that this will be a game i probably play forever mario maker yeah because we're still playing it on stream because we're still playing it on stream and it's just it's endless mario Uh uh-huh and so it's like the only reason they'll ever have to make a mario 3 is if they come out with a new console and they don't port mario maker 2 over yeah and so it's just it's a perfect game I, I just think that I, I've been coming to the realization that maybe I'm not a 2D Mario guy. And yeah. I know that sounds blasphemous, dude, but, like, I just – every time I played one – okay, oh, yeah. okay, okay. I see what's so, happening. So <laughs> – But anyway, Mario, you're not a 2D Mario guy. Yeah, I just don't I, – I mean, I love Mario Odyssey, right? Like, mm-hmm. I love Mario and I love 3D Mario games, but I'm just – I don't know if I'm a 2D Mario guy, Eric. And I know that sounds blasphemous, but, like, I just have to be honest. Yeah. Uh, So we're in June, right? Yeah. I think at some point uh, I stopped recording the months. Yeah, at this point. At yeah, this at, point, at you this point in June. I think at Mario Maker 2 would be when you stop. So I'm going to say we go till uh, Jackbox Party Pack 4. Okay. And then, and then we'll jump back into yours. I real, do realize that I did not include Jackbox in my list at all. Okay. I just, nev- for some reason, never thought of those as games. <laughs> uh, so we talked about Outer Wilds. And then we talked about, so I played a game called My Friend Pedro. Uh, which was a Devolver Digital published game uh, about a, a a dude who's friends with a talking banana and you're going and you're shooting all these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Very stylish. Uh, you can kind of like kick a, a, a pan up and shoot the pan and make it reflect and kill a bunch of dudes. Uh, and in that sense, it's this kind of, it's like a, I don't know what you even want to call it, Eric. Like you're doing tricks, right? It's, yeah. You're, it's Tony Hawk meets uh, a shooter or whatever, right? Yeah, twin stick shooter. Uh, and it's 2D. And so I, I had a lot of fun and I thought the game was really stylish, but it just didn't feel as good to play as I had hoped. It, it takes a lot of like precision and to, to pull off those cool moves and, and you're kind of controlling uh, one stick, like you're controlling your aim with one stick and then you have to like press a button to control the other aim to do the multi, you know, to do, to shoot two hands out. Um, and so I just didn't, I didn't think the control scheme worked as well as I wanted it to. But I beat it, and I had fun with it. I just don't – it didn't blow me away, really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we beat it on stream. Uh, oh, yeah, and that's when we had that great moment where the cop showed up. Yeah. Uh, and we, I was – Just I, in here shooting everything. I was just in here playing a game, shooting stuff, and Eric was talking to the cop about someone's apartment had gotten broken yeah. into near us. Uh, <laughs> and then he asked my birthday, and I just, like, blurted it out or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, interesting stuff. But I don't think my friend Pedro makes the list. Um, and then I played Little Nightmares, which is the it's kind of a limbo esque inside esque a game I love. Yeah, really side scrolling puzzle game kind mm-hmm. of right, and it's got this great atmosphere where it's kind of a horror game a little yeah. bit. Um, and I really liked Little Nightmares, and I actually did think it was kind of scary and very tense. 
Um, and I, I overall just really enjoyed that game. I thought it was great. I thought it was like the perfect length and it had a lot of those kind of great reveals, right? Mm-hmm. Like what are they using these fucking kids for? And, and all, I even played like the DLC. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, overall little Nightmares is great. Didn't come out this year. So nothing going on there. Uh, Dragon Ball Z fighters. I played, uh, nothing to say about that. Fun enough. Mm-hmm. And then Mario maker two. We've already talked about it. Overcooked. Already talked about Outlast. Fuck that game, Eric. I think this is a July game if we reference my list. Uh, yeah, we'll just move on to your Oh, July. wait, no, because this would have been when it, this would have been a June game because this was uh, when we were still testing a bunch of stream stuff. And so we. Yeah, we never actually Outlast. streamed. We Outlast. never actually streamed it. We, we were testing, testing it and we were and we played Outlast and Eric was like, oh, man, I wish we were streaming this because I was getting you so were freaking upset. out. I, I there was at some point uh, where you you get chased into this like room and this scary guy is like coming after you and i just said i i'm done with this yeah. i can't do it's too i did not want to leave that room mm-hmm. because that's what sucks about horror games eric is they put you in these situations where you know immediately when you go through that door you're going to get scared yeah and you need to make the decision to, to go it. through that door and i just couldn't do it yeah. i was like this is where i live now i think that's where we stopped too uh we'll come back at jackbox then i think yep we'll come back at jackbox and we can go to your july games all right, July is going to be real quick for me. We got Destiny 2, Mario Maker, uh, and then I jumped into Stardew Valley. It's very fun, a very choical game, uh, but I just didn't play a lot of it. This is the kind of game you just need when you have nothing going on, you know? Yep. And you want to just That's you a flight relax. game. It's a flight game for sure. Uh, I will probably be playing a ton of it on my trip to Japan in uh, March. Uh, and then a game uh, that you just said, Eric, you'll love this game. Uh-huh. Uh, and I did. <laughs> uh, Moonlighter. Did Moonlighter come out this year? Because I would... Nope. Okay. I, didn't I checked. So. It came out last year. Yeah. Because I would argue for this one to be oh, on Oh, wait. No, wait. Actually, I, maybe I lied. I'm going to look it up quick. So much like Stardew Valley is a very twinkle, oh. good play game. 2018. Yeah. Darn. Uh, Moonlighter is basically Stardew Valley, but instead of you having a farm, you own a market. Uh-huh. And uh, you sell merch and equipment. And it's the, it's the part of Stardew Valley that I would I wanted, right? And this game's super fun. Uh, I didn't beat it because it gets super hard, like, actually with the dungeons, which is kind of nice that it has that element. Uh, but, yeah, I loved Moonlighter. Um, I also played Moonlighter, and I, I had a great time with it. I really liked specifically the economics of it, right, where you're kind of, like, trying to figure out the perfect price to sell your stuff yeah. at. Um and I, I liked enough, like, the, the dungeon crawling stuff. I just, it just didn't, like, hook me like I wanted it to. Mm. Um, I had nothing bad to say about it. I just thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, and then Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 came out. Uh, mostly just a nostalgia trip for me. It, remind, it makes me wish the X-Men Legend games were just ported to Switch so I could play those. Uh, it was mostly just a game that me and my brother could bond over while playing it. Uh, we played a little bit of a multiple Marvel Ultimate Alliance three together, and yeah. uh, that game had like a lot of jank, dude. Yeah, it has a lot of jank playing in like local co op, but split split screen online kind of stuff well, was way better. Okay. Where you where t- you you control your own camera. Yeah. Whereas the local co op stuff, it was only following one person, so it'd be super janky. Yeah. So I feel like I'm vetoing that from anywhere on the list because I uh, yeah I wasn't even because what I played I'd act. I wasn't even gonna say it should make the list. Okay. Uh, and then Super Smash Bros. Okay, so we'll jump back to my list. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, you know, Eric, I actually remember being in school, I think when I played her story. So yeah. I don't even know what I played in August. I think okay. I, at some point I think we're I was in July. Just games. So control is out in August. Yep. 
Super Metro, I don't know when you would have played. So I think her story was a July game. And if you want to talk about Jackbox. <laughs> okay. So uh, Jackbox Party Pack 4 was one that you bought just so that we could like play. I think we played some of it on stream. We, yeah. we played some at parties and stuff. Um, and I, I Jackbox games are fun, dude. They're mm -hmm. a great time. I always like playing them. Um, and I, I think that our experience playing with them on stream has been like surprisingly awesome. Like everyone's been totally funny and like making good jokes and no one's done anything horrible. <laughs> yeah. We haven't gotten banned from Twitch. No, yet. we haven't gotten banned from Twitch or anything. We gotten close, but mostly because of my jokes. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I don't, I just have, I've appreciated the wholesomeness yeah. that our, our community has brought there. Um, yeah. So I, I'm going to say her story is an August game, Eric. We can go back to you. Okay. Really only have one game. Yep, in July we're only in one game in July, apparently. <laughs> Uh, August, Destiny 2 Smash Mario Maker. Uh, and then uh, we played a game as recommended by Blame My Rolls in our Twitch chat uh, called Oxygen Not Included. Uh, and this is also my type of game. Yeah, this Oxygen is, Not Included was cool. Uh, number By the numbers, very nitty-gritty survival game. You're crunching numbers to maximize proficiency, all that kind of shit I like. Did all you play more stuff. after the stream and stuff? Uh, yeah, I did play for quite a bit after the stream. I think I played about five hours of this game, uh, just like in total, uh, before I just kind of, it, it gets very, you'd have to like really dedicate yourself to it. Okay. Uh, and I didn't do that. Uh, and then more Marvel. And then a game just kind of out of nowhere again for me, uh, Remnant from the Ashes. This game uh, came out this year, and I would argue that it should be on the list. Uh, I don't know where yet. We'll get into it. I'll say my thoughts first. Okay, give me it to give it to me, Eric. So Remnant uh, did the thing that Star Wars did kind of for me this last month, where it takes the really hard part of like Sekiro, Neo, and Souls games, and kind of dumbs it down a bit. And then Remnant adds guns. <laughs> okay, your favorite thing? And my favorite thing. And then it adds another one of my favorite things, looting and shooting. And so it has such a this good, like, gear grind that you're going and looking for better stuff so that you could just fuck shit up better and easier. But the whole time, it's pretty difficult of a game. And it has the whole Souls mechanic of you kind of have to roll, attack, dodge, attack, block, attack kind of thing. And so... I just, I don't know. I fell in love with Remnant. I, the story's super weird, and the lore is super, like, kind of, uh, uh, what's that? Hitchcock kind of, like, kind of mentality. And so, I don't really, I never, I didn't beat it. Uh, How much did you play like, Remnant from the Ashes, Eric? You played it since then? I haven't played it, but I did play 11 hours. I think I played it in, a, no, I never played in September, but I played it for 11 hours in August. So you're not, I don't know, man, how convinced I am that you love this game. So I would like to put it above Tetris. Really? Yes. Really? Because I do like this game better than Tetris 99. I don't. I didn't play <laughs> yeah, it. That's true. But I also don't like Baba's You. <laughs> yeah, but I feel four. like Tetris we both played. You know what I mean? All right. Well, I'll put it at seven. Uh, that's make, where I'm feeling. You make, I mean, when you brought up how much I played it, <laughs> yeah. uh, I was only 11 hours. The proof like, is in the pudding, <laughs> Eric. Remnant. I'm just going to say Remnant. That's we fine. We know what it means. Uh, let's jump back to my, my spreadsheet. Uh, oh, and we're going to go. Fire Emblem came out in August, right? That sounds right. Yes, Fire Emblem came out in August. Uh, and I know I played Moonlighter and Star View. So, so Link's Awakening came out in September. We're gonna go to Star. So Valley. we're gonna go from <laughs> Start or Super Metroid. Okay. All the way down. Uh, so I played Her Story, right? Yeah. Which was a, a game I had never played, and I, I think we really needed something for like the podcast to talk about. And I knew that it was super short, so I bought it on Steam. I do not have very many games on my laptop, Eric, because it's a it's a Mac. It's a piece of garbage like that. It will not run anything right yeah uh her story is fantastic 
it's this narrative game where you're like searching terms and pulling up these videos and and trying to piece together this story right and it's totally you you have like a few videos you need to watch in the very beginning to kind of get the basics and then you just go off right Mm. and i had like a notebook sprawled of like notes like what the fuck is happening i was taking guesses and stuff like this just this crazy like notes it had this great twist, like just an awesome concept. I fucking loved her story. It didn't come out this year, so it doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to gush for a second. Her story slaps. Um, and then I played Super Metroid for the first time. And I actually am very close to beating it, but I, I had jumped into like control and stuff right after this. So uh, I've never beaten Super Super Metroid. I'd never played Super Metroid, but this was around the time that um, the SNES games caught on the Switch. And so I was like, I'm going to jump into this game. And I really expected it to be one of those situations where I needed to get used to it, right? You're like, oh, it's an old game, right? You're going to have to take a step back and, like, think about the design stuff back then. But Super Metroid just holds up, Eric. It's just the game that is yeah. good. Yeah. And it, it, it just controls great. The game is fun to play. And I, I liked it a lot more, actually, because some of the parts that I thought were kind of hard, I used the rewind feature thing on, uh, yeah. on uh, the SNES simulator, which I was a little blasphemous, but it made the game a lot more fun for me. Yeah. Play games how you want to play them. Yep. Uh, yeah. So Super Metroid is dope, and I'm obviously not the first person to say that. Yeah. Now we get to the real stuff, Eric. Control. Where, yeah. It's going to be. It's gonna, This is going to be an interesting, Eric, because Control is amazing. Yeah. Control is a definitively an amazing game, right? Yeah. yeah for uh, sure. And I didn't even play it. Control. <laughs> is this amazing game about this facility right and the facility kind of is the story it's got this amazing brutalist aesthetic right everything is like just a f- concrete right and you're, you're in this corporation you are the director you have these amazing force powers that are just somehow even better than a star wars game mm-hmm. you're going through there's this awesome gun that just transforms into different types of guns and and you're going through and, and it somehow has the most amazing world building with all of these documents that you find and like actually want to read and you find these uh these weird like live action videos that are horrifying and amazing at the same time and th- like the, the game is amazing right the only things i didn't like about control were one it did not run very well on my base ps4 not really well at all yeah uh there was a fair amount of Big chugging. reason why i haven't played it yet <laughs> and uh and two um i thought the main story was a little secondary to both the combat and the, the story of the, the game and the aesthetic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the it, control had some great moments, some great boss fights, just overall, like a lot of fun. And I just wish I would have been able to play it on PC or something. Yeah. I think control needs to make the list. I do too. I have, have I convinced you, Eric? Did I, did my the words thing, convince you? Well, here, it's not so much as your words, but this is 100% a game I know I will love. Yeah, I know. But I haven't played it. Okay. So, so I will put it below Mario Maker 2. I'm totally good with that. That's totally okay with me. I understand. Uh, Yeah, dude, Control is so good. I, I actually, I had like a lot of inner turmoil about like, is Control my game of the year, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, I, is it? Like, I loved that game. It was yeah. so good. The perfect length. It's like a solid, you know, 10 hours. Yeah. Very good. Uh, it, I'm gonna play it this month or next month. I'm gonna play Control. Uh, it, it, this is Control is a game that I cannot let slip by. The only reason I haven't played it is because I have this inner tor- turmoil, Logan. I can either play it for free on a subpar system, yep, or I can pay sixty dollars to play it on my PC. Yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the 
it's Sophie's just, choice. It is, and it's paralyzed me. <laughs> I do not know what to do. Yep, but I have I'm a copy this, for you in my room. I have. I am in this limbo right now. Of I have nothing to play. I know I want to play Control. Why don't I just play Control? But I don't have the money to buy it on my PC right I hate now. You so but much. I can just play it for free on PS4. But it's just like. Ugh. It's not gonna. It will be beautiful on my PC. It'll run so nice, but I don't know. Uh, all right, Eric. We're on to Fire Emblem Three Houses. Fire Emblem, Eric. <laughs> I'd like to just point out this note right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Fire Emblem Three Houses comes out right, and I get caught up in the FOMO. I have never played a Fire Emblem. I've never even liked a strategy. You got game. so caught up I, in the FOMO. I, dude, I played XCOM and I hated it. I hated yeah. every second of it. Yeah. Um, but Fire Emblem comes out, and I'm seeing all these people posting on Twitter about it and stuff. And I'm like, fuck it. Am I buying Fire Emblem? I guess I'm buying Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. So I buy Fire Emblem. And I get sucked in, dude. I'm so into it. I love the game. It's so good. And I'm just like, I can see I can see me just not being able to play it at some point, right? Like, I know things are going to come along and I'm going to want to take a break. And I know I'm never going to get back to it. So I say, I'm loving this game. I hope I can beat it, right? I get to kind of the halfway point, right? Like the big halfway point. And then I just kind of fall off mm-hmm. and I'm like, motherfucker, I loved three houses. I fell in love with the characters. I was so happy. I picked the golden deer, right? Like I, I just, I like, I was so invested in these characters in this story. Um, and I just fell off and I was so disappointed, Eric. Mm-hmm. And then Thanksgiving break comes along, right? Thanksgiving three bre- months later, three months later. And I, I this is not something I do, Eric. This isn't something you, I, I... I mean, this is honestly the impossible to I, me. I do not... I can't believe you did this. I don't I don't pick games back up, and I sure as hell don't pick them up in, like, the middle of the game, yeah. right? But it's Thanksgiving break, and I'm, I'm ready to play something. I'm traveling. I have my Switch. So I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'll just play some Fire Emblem, right? Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just get in there and play a few rounds. Like, it's not like a game you need to get back into, like... It's just a turn-based game, right? Like, there's, mm-hmm. It's not even particularly hard. Yeah. Um... And I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm still pretty fresh on what's going on in the story, right? So I jump back in, and I get sucked in hard. I play, like, another 25 hours, Eric, yeah. and I beat it. I beat Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I defied all odds. And I'd like to just stop you there and give credit where credit is due. I'm pretty sure the only reason you beat this game is to due to I Blame Murrell's hints. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to give him credit because I think that's the biggest reason you beat this yeah, game. Yeah, I did. I, he literally, I remember when I first got it and I asked I Blame Murrell's for like a primer and he gave me all this info about like what I needed to know. And then we were playing on stream and he's like, dude, why are you not doing any of these things? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I didn't even know you could do those things. Um, and so I, I finally beat it, dude. And I... I was just so happy. I can't even it, fire emblem made me love a game in a genre that I've never even liked a little bit. You mm. know what I mean? So I, I just, I just think that fire emblem is amazing, dude. I'm, I, it made me want to go back and play old fire emblems. It made me excited to like, at some point jump in and play again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think fire emblem needs to make the list. <sighs> My biggest problem is I hate JRPGs. <laughs> you, your biggest that, problem is you hate I don't, hate I don't actually hate JRPGs. I hate that I can never stick with one. Okay. So Eric, I will let you decide where it goes, but it cannot be above control. Okay, so here's what I was going to say. I think this game goes below control. Okay. And I and I it, for me, Eric, top number 1. It goes number 1, it's but I understand game of the year. It, yeah, I'm going to announce right now. Fire Emblem 3 Houses is my game of the year. But it is not to, late I, for Bar. After much 
After much deliberation, personal deliberation, I'm Eric. I'm like, Control, dude. Control was so good. Uh Some more games that we played later in the year that we'll get to. So good. Mm. Fire Emblem did the thing. It made me love a game that I there was no reason I should have loved. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's the... I came back to it, Eric. That's the testament. Yeah, I mean, that is the testament. I only ever aspire to come back to games. Like, right now, I stopped playing Death Stranding. I'm never coming back to that game, but I think about it every day. I actually have been thinking about going back and playing. Some Me too. I think it'd be just, easy to jump. You're just walking around. I know. That's why I'm thinking, is this the game I do it on? Is this what I do? Uh, but we'll so, get to that. So I'll run through these next ones. Sunset Overdrive. I think we just played that on stream a little bit. Yeah, um, just, just, we needed something to do. Sunset Overdrive, in my opinion, one of the most underrated games. That game mm-hmm. is so much fun, so much personality, and I think it got screwed over by being on the Xbox yeah. One and no one loving it. Uh, Moonlighter, we already talked about Stardew Valley. A great game. I've played a bunch of Stardew Valley. I've started it twice, and each time I kind of fall off around the same point. Yeah. All right, we can jump back into your... Where are we? Because I kind of got moved. Uh, we're in uh, September, September, right? Yep. Very short month for me here. Uh, Super Ash Bros. <clears throat> uh, Banjo and Kazoo came out, which I predicted in January. Very easy prediction, though. Uh, didn't win me the pizza bet. <laughs> Would have t- got me closer if I made an actual prediction, but I didn't. Uh, and then played Borderlands 3. That's a this year game. Uh, that is a this year game. I'm very conflicted whether I want it to make the list or not. You only played that game for like a weekend. Uh, that is why I'm conflicted. I played... Uh, I don't even put the hours. I think yeah, because it's so pitiful. I think I played... <laughs> no, I think I got like 20 hours in this oh, game. Oh, really? Okay. But this is a looter shooter, and that's nothing. Like, that's not even close yeah, to Endgame. So 20 hours is basically like 11 hours in Remnant. Uh, but it was a good... Uh, it just it just didn't do what I want. I just have to admit to myself, I am not a Borderlands fan. No. Uh, and I just... I, I don't know. I don't like... I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going. I this. skipped that one because I knew that yeah. I wouldn't care about it. You almost did. You almost succumbed to your FOMO. Got it. Because everyone... I hate when everyone's talking about something, and I am not... Uh, but my next two games are, I'm going to argue for game of the oh, year. Okay, let's uh, go. The first one being Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Dope. Did I beat it? No. Really? So can I uh, say that it goes on the top list? You never beat it? I still haven't beat it, and I will have yet to know how this game ends. After, how old am I? 23? Uh, after 15 years of <laughs> having started this game multiple times, the original and this one, I've never beaten this game, and I've never looked up how it ends. Uh, Eric, I want to point out something a little hilarious that I don't know why our chat is being bombarded by like by this this follow bot yeah, like, yeah like follow bots and stuff whatever Blade will get it he's a good yeah bot. thank you mods we appreciate you and your efforts to uh, rid our chats of of bad things but I am literally anyway I'm literally at the last dungeon of this right uh-huh. and I just need to just jump in and beat it when will I do that who knows but it will it happen yes I need to see how this game ends it is one of the biggest mysteries of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I also played Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Eric, and I actually did beat it. Yeah. And I actually did love it very much. Yeah. I think that that game is, again, one of the most pretty games I played all year. I wish everything looked like Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remake. Um, and I think that having never, I played a little bit of the, the Game Boy version on like an emulator. I think I played it on my DS. I bought it in the eShop. Um, and I fell off that one just kind of because I, I thought it was a little obtuse. Mm. Um, and I think that Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is a, parts of it are not so much up to 2019 game design snuff. Right. But it is what very parts. Well, just that it's it has like a lot of a, a just obtuse. Oh, OK. Just the obtuse. Things. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. 2019 eyes it and give you 
hints and stuff. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think that I think that the game is amazing, dude, and I it has so much personality. It's like a really fun and weird Zelda game. I'm arguing that this goes high, high, pretty high. On I will. Because I don't think I can convince you to go above Fire Emblem because nope. it is literally your game of the year. I would say under Fire Emblem. I think so too. Because we okay. both, well, I beat it, so I think that yeah. it, it can go above Outer Wilds. Uh, and I, I loved it a lot. I love Legend of Zelda games, dude. I really need to go back and play more of them. I wish I had a a, a Wii because I'd love to play. That is um, definitely. Sky- not I would. I would really like to play Skyward Sword at some point. Well, that's not how you spell awakening, but awakening. Sure, why not? <laughs> Legend of Zelda links awakening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. Uh, and then my next game to round out September, uh, <laughs> and I, I'm going to point out my notes specifically here. It is Untitled Goose Game. I said you're a goose. Being a goose is the best. <laughs> uh, here's the fun. F- oh yeah, I'll let you go. Needs to go on the list. Yeah, because. This game was a movement, dude. <laughs> this game was a point in time that just got everyone behind it. Everyone on my Twitter feed was talking. Yeah. Even Chris, Chris, Chrissy Teigen was talking about yeah. the title Goose Game. And people are still talking about this game, right? And this game deserves to be on our list. Uh, I don't care where. It just needs to be on the top yeah. 10 list. So here's the fun thing, Eric. I didn't even make it in my spreadsheet. I never technically <laughs> played on play this game. game. I just watched you, just you play watched it. watched me play it the whole time. Because it was on stream. And yeah. I was like, I want to give Eric, you know, the. I felt like I played it, though. Right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I was there for the whole thing. Yeah. But, uh, but I agree. Untitled Goose Game was so much fun. It was so wholesome and, like, uplifting and just felt like such a, a good time in my life. You know what yeah. I mean? That uh, I think I think untitled goose game can can go relatively high on the list i'd put it above ape out yeah because honestly i love ape out but i love goose game way more than i loved ape out you know what eric though i i almost want to argue this game goes above outer wilds because really? we beat it you know what i mean like i, I guess that's true but uh, the thing is goose game was yeah like, like two, two hours two long. and a half hour game. yeah you know what outer wilds was definitely more and like, outer wilds definitely deserves more credit yeah i mean goose. there was a fair amount of like jank to, yeah to to uh untitled goose game but it was just it was such a fun stream such a moment in yeah time. so we're going un- under outer wilds yeah i think so too so currently this is setting at number six for those of you who are listening in audio our, our list is currently mario maker 2 control fire emblem three houses legend of zelda links awakening outer wilds untitled goose game ape out baba is you katana zero tetris 99 and remnant uh coming in at 11 so well, we'll I, I think we come up with the list, Eric. We yeah. decide if we want to move anything, and then we go from there. Uh, right. So let's go back to mine. You're under here. <laughs> I guess we're at Link's Yeah, Awakening. we're at Link's Awakening. We just talked about that. So I want to talk about another game, Eric. Another game that got me into a genre I don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. And this Roguelikes. is Slay the Spire, dude. I do not care about roguelites. Even thinking about playing a roguelite, roguelike uh, does not interest me at all because I'm like, there's no progression what is what is life you know i mean what's Mm -hmm. life who cares uh slay the spire is a card game which i do like i like the hearthstones i like playing magic i like the strategy of a card game so this is on game pass i'm like i'll try it out right i'm gonna download we're all drinking me you me you and my girlfriend are are hanging out and drinking as we do as we do pretty often (laughs) and so i'm like i'm gonna just download slay the spire i'm gonna make you guys watch me play it yeah and i do this yeah okay i'd like to just play out how weird this moment was so i'd like to hold on it a little bit we were just I just talking about stuff, and you brought up I think maybe the day before about it just being on Game Pass and you were gonna try it out, but like it was just such a random moment because we were all just chilling, like enjoying our drinks, shooting the shit, and you're like, 
I'm just gonna get up and uh, download this game and play this while and ignore you guys, kind of. <laughs> Whatever. There are plenty more nights of hanging yeah. out. Uh, and so, Slay the Spire was so good, dude. There was there was that one night you came home from work. It was like midnight or something. I was amazed because you are go to bed so early. I'm a person who likes to be in bed at like 10 and yeah. go to bed at like 11. Yeah. And it's like midnight, and I'm playing Slay the Spire, and I'm having this great run, right? Yeah. I am. I built this amazing poison deck, and I'm like wired to the TV. I'm like, hello. Eric, I'm just playing Slay the Spire. <laughs> <laughs> and I had so many nights like that. And I never beat it because it's pretty fun. Or mm-hmm. like it's pretty hard, right? But I've had so much fun playing Slay the Spire. And I just think that 2019 was a year of me branching out and playing games that I would never give a shit about before. Yeah. And so I would also argue that Slay the Spire deserves to go somewhere on this list because it did come out this year. Uh I'll allow it just because of how obsessed he got. Um, I think it can't go above Goose Game. Okay, I think <laughs> that I think Slay the Spire goes Blow above Goose. Ape Out. Okay. Oh, did oh. that wrong. I'm sure there's a hotkey for this, but I don't yeah, feel it's like fine. learning. Whatever. It. Uh, what game? Oh, Slay the <laughs> Slay Spire. the Spire. So Slay the Spire is currently below Untitled Goose Game, but above Ape uh, Out. Ape Out. I'm really liking how this list is showing up for me. No. Uh, okay. Well, and then, I think you you played a lot more games that you liked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You, it seems like you're a little cynical about this year, but I also played Gears Five because that was also on Game Pass. Uh, dude, I played it for like maybe two hours, and I just couldn't. I just didn't get into it. I really. Yeah. I I realized that I I don't think I like like the the heaviness of gears right like everyone feels heavy you feel very heavy and chunky and slow yeah um and i i i just wasn't that invested you know i didn't play gears 4 so maybe i just was out of the loop a little bit doesn't doesn't go for me mm-hmm. uh and then what what did we oh we played resident evil 2 during that's November. definitely an october game oh in october you're right yeah, so, so i don't know when you played abzu. so uh we'll if go we'll, just do abzu now. yeah so i played abzu as well because that was on game pass this was a, a time of having no money for me mm-hmm. uh and so i played abzu and i loved that game i thought it was very similar to a, a journey type game right you're going through this this beautiful adventure uh i loved swimming and going through i thought the controls were like good and beautiful um that's all i have to say about as you man i it just was like a you know a fun two to three hour experience yeah uh abzu one of my favorite games um a game that resonated with me more than journey but uh we talked about that already on our i think we have either an abzu podcast or a journey podcast no it was no it was uh it was a hot topic of mine i think oh okay that, uh, yeah do you think abzu is better than journey yeah so who knows what episode that's on but yeah uh, I do like Abzu more than Journey, just because uh, at the time in my life where I played Abzu, and so I love Abzu, but let's, great game. Still my it. still my podcast or my PlayStation background. All right, October, Eric. Did not a lot of games in this month. Not a lot of games. Literally three of them are repeats. So I'm gonna say Resident Evil Two. Um, <clears throat> I played the demo back in January, as some might remember from almost two hours ago on this podcast. <laughs> uh. But yeah, Resident Evil 2, uh, we finally got it. Uh, we were in a mood to do spooky games for October. And so what's happening here? I just need to get my uh, charger. Oh, okay. Uh, we were in a mo- mode for mood for spooky games in October that we wanted to do with our whole Twitch theme because we put a whole kind of made a set for it and, and everything. And so throughout uh, all of October, uh, is it not plugged in? Nope. Oh. All right. Well, uh, we're to pause podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna have to actually edit this one. 
I guess I also didn't need it because everything I need is on screen, but I like to have it for the chat. Okay, we're uh, anyway. So through, throughout all of October, we played through Resident Evil, and it's probably one of the weirder ways I've ever played a game. Is because I usually I'll just sit. I am the type of person who likes to marathon a game, right? Yep. I like to sit down and just get through as much of a game as possible and play for just a bunch of time. And we only played Resident Evil in like three hour increments. Yep. And we played for like three different streams. Yeah. And we did it over the course of three weeks. So it was like almost like watching a TV show that like comes out like only once a week is like we just play this game once a week for three hours until we're through it. And I'm really happy we got through it. The game was good. Um, I did have a lot of problems with the boss fights, uh, but I did enjoy what we played of Resident Evil 2. I don't really I'm not going to argue for it to be on the list. I also do. It's so weird because I feel like so many people were saying Resident Evil 2 is the game of the year. Resident Evil 2 is the game of the year. I've, hear, I've been hearing this all year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and we played it in a strange way, right? But I feel like I got the experience of the game. Yeah, me too. And I, and I liked it, actually. It made me, again, like a horror game, right? That's not a, a branching out, Eric, 2019. But uh, I, it just, I liked what I played. And I thought the stuff with, like, Mr. X was dope, right? I thought he was such a, a, a horrifying figure to, like, mm-hmm. have. That was, like, the scariest part, right? That you hear him stomping around. Uh, but I, you're right. The boss fights were not that fun. And, and overall, I just thought the game felt cool like a game I played, you know? Yeah. Oh, cool. Played that game this year. I liked it. Doesn't stick out to me. I think it doesn't make it to the list. Uh, I also played... Uh, we played We Happy Few on stream. That was part of the Spooktober. Uh, didn't like it. Didn't click. We played a couple hours. wasn't wasn't super into it. Uh, we played Blair Witch. I thought this was another spooky game. I I liked it. I liked what I played. It felt interesting. But I was like, they keep making you do this thing at night mm-hmm. where you just can't see anything. And yeah. I'm like, where the fuck am I going, dude? Where is anything right now? Yeah. Um, it was fine. I I didn't love it. I thought that was one maybe that I'd like to beat at some point, but meh who knows these are two games i watched you play and didn't buy with either of them yep uh we played jackbox party pack six uh on stream because i blame my roles uh you know graciously let us use his copy on stream uh and that was totally fun had a great time playing that i don't think we didn't really like do enough of it to make it to the list or anything um outer worlds was a late a late october game yeah i think so i'm trying to remember if it was late october early november i'm gonna look it up quick right yeah. Uh, cause I played it at at launch October twenty fifth. Okay, so so, so this is an October game. Uh, Outer Worlds again, Eric. Again, made me care about a game in the vein of Fallout mm-hmm. or or Elder Scrolls, which are games I actively don't like. Yeah. I I've tried to play a bunch of Skyrim and I it just didn't click for me. I've tried to play Fallout three, and New Vegas, and neither of those games clicked for me. Um, this game was the perfect length. It had a, a dope like just a cast right like i loved parvati uh and i thought she was amazing i loved the cast i loved like you know just going through the quest and stuff but ultimately the game fell really flat at the end Mm -hmm. the ending was not good in my (laughs) opinion um but i did i did like building out the character and i thought it made me care about a type of game i don't normally care about so that was that was cool i'm excited to see more from you know the inevitable outer worlds 2 or whatever I don't know if I'm going to argue this goes on the list. Okay. I think maybe the tail end. Above, or, you know you know what, Eric? Honorable mention? An honorable mention. We'll just put it at number 13 for yep, now. Yep, that's good for me. Because I, this is a game I knew I wouldn't care about and still don't care about. 
I appreciated it and I really liked what I played and I even beat it. Right. Like I think that's kind of the testament of like, I made it all the way to the end, but Mm. I, it just didn't stick the landing. All right. Back to your sheet, Eric, November, uh, November, we have smash pros and risk of rain doubled up again. Uh, and then a game you never played, you never played it before. I I never played before, but I love the people that make them and that's play dad's inside. Um, I don't know really why I never played this game. I think was this another Xbox exclusive? Uh, I don't remember. But th- holy shit, is this game weird? And I fucking loved it. This is like this game just gets so fucking weird by the end. Yep. And it's just such like my like the vibe I like to get from weird shit, you know. Uh huh. And uh, man, I loved this game. It has that the tight tightness of Limbo that I really liked and stuff like that. Uh, and you can beat it in three hours. Like that's just like. The just one the two punch game. of everything <laughs> I need, uh, and so yeah, I loved Inside. Great game. Unfortunately, not from this year. Unfortunately, not from this year. So I'm not gonna make the list. Uh, I do want to shout out uh, to all those people that spoiled like the uh, the like surprise box that Playdead sent out for this thing that like included Legzy in it. Like that people just people like Playdead specifically said don't tweet about this or like don't post uh-huh. about this because it's supposed to be a surprise and like a bunch of people just ignored that oh, and we're yeah. just tweeting about it. And then like it made me really want one because it has just Legzy in it. <clears> oh <throat> yeah. All right, Eric, you did, you played another little game in November. Uh, another small studio game uh, called Death Stranding. And I don't know what more we could say about this game. We've been talking about this game all year all year it seems long. like almost on every podcast we've talked about this game so i don't really have more to say on it other than um i don't think it makes my list yeah dude i don't think so either <laughs> I, and it's funny because i played a lot of i played a lot of death Stranding, dude, yeah. more than i played of most games this year yeah me too and i i got to like chapter five or six right like i didn't even make it half like halfway through the chapters yeah i'm like you're definitely halfway through the game but uh it just i don't know man i liked a lot about it i loved a lot about it it just it felt ultimately like it felt like a chore it did it did kind of feel like a chore man and i i think i feel like i'm going to love that game once i beat it right it'll Mm -hmm. be one of those things i'm gonna go back i'll finally go play it more right i'll get through the story and, and then i'll go wow that was you know really something i did and i had a lot of fun with this idea right and, and I, I liked being along for the journey, yeah. but, but I, I don't know if I loved the execution so much and I actively disliked the mule stuff actually. Yeah, me too. I don't like the combat. The combat's boring. Uh, I like the bits where you're walking and it's super serene, but that's about it. And that's all. I wish the whole game was just yeah. UPS simulator or whatever, yeah. right? Like you're just going and delivering stuff and, and going through these beautiful landscapes and you're like fighting the weather. That was the stuff I loved. Yeah, me too. Maybe I'll beat it one day. We'll see. That's the end of November. Uh, all right. So I have Death Stranding. Not much to say about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Portal still alive. I'd never played Portal. No. Uh, and I, I was really blown away because I didn't – I don't know why I expected it to really be a step down from Portal 2. I thought Portal 2 was the Assassin's Creed 2. Of yeah. The, of, you know what I mean? But but Portal is amazing. Yeah. And I, and I think that I, I'm actually excited to play Portal 2 at some point. Yeah, I'd love to just do another stream where we played Portal 2. Because I think, did we play Portal on stream? No, it was just, no, we just played it. Yeah, we Uh, just played it. But yeah, Portal is such a good game, and it would make my number one if it was out this year. (laughs) Hell yes. Uh, And then I'm going to say this is probably the last game I played in uh, November, November. because I know pretty pretty factually that the last couple are December games. Uh, And that is Splatoon 2, Eric. 
I was at a point that I had so many games to play. There were so many other games to play, and I bought Splatoon 2 on Black Friday, right? Yeah. Right around Thanksgiving time. And I'm just like, whatever, man. I'm ready to play Splatoon 2. I'm going to mm-hmm. jump in. We played on stream. It was a great time. I beat the story. I had so much fun with Splatoon 2. Yeah. It was a nice – sometimes it's nice to just not be. You don't care about the zeitgeist. You just want to shoot some ink. You want to you – Shoot your ink all over. You want to shoot your ink all over the all over the city. Yeah. All over, I was going to make a joke. That wasn't good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, Splatoon 2 is really cool. didn't come out this year, so it doesn't really matter, but – Let's go to your. Uh, We're December. on to December. We uh, played Smash, twelfth month in a row. No surprise. Uh, and then I'm gonna talk about this one first. Uh, we played. We were. Again, another situation where you, your girlfriend, and I just hanging out, getting drunk, yeah, just hanging out, drinking. <laughs> uh, and she brings up this game called the Watson Scott Test, uh, and she's like, "We should totally play it." Because I were we talking about horror games or? No, I don't... she she wanted to play this game. Oh, okay. I was like, I bet Eric would like to play this game. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, because you're a big baby and don't yeah. like this kind of stuff. And yeah, so I looked it up. She said it was super cheap on Steam. So yeah, I looked it up. I think it was like three dollars or some shit uh-huh R- really cheap so i bought it and this was actually if if i was playing this game by myself this would have been a fucking scary it was to play. even the three of us do we started out we're like oh this is stupid right like it was yeah. just kind of this dumb like questionnaire questionnaire like oh or would you be scared if i was in in hiding in your house and yeah we're like yeah i guess dude like, yeah <laughs> but at some point like it actually just did it get just like scary. starts to get kind of real and you're like fuck yeah we were like we were like are all the doors locked yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> uh and and it was like i was actively trying to scare macy yeah and then i kind of just ended up scaring myself <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a great time with that. Obviously, I don't think that's a this year game, but no, yeah, no. I just I thought that was kind of a little fun game we played. Uh, and then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This is the last came out... thing you played in in twenty nineteen. Uh, uh, last thing I played in twenty nineteen. Yep. Uh, and what a game this game is. Hey, I think you're missing a game. What game? Pokemon. Oh, I am missing Pokemon. I was like, that yeah, would have been a played... November game. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? It's on my list. We'll get there. I just okay, was like, yeah. oh shit, Eric played Pokemon. What the hell? Yeah, I totally missed that. Well, whatever. 20 hours of my life, whatever. I totally forgot to put it All down. All right, so Je- Fallen Order. But yeah, Jedi, Jedi, blah, blah, blah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This game is so freaking good. Hell yeah, it is. Um, I don't even know where to begin. The story is a dope Star Wars story. Yeah, it's good. Without having to rope in just the whatever the stupid skywalker saga bullshit is i dude i just love i love so much that they were not like oh this is uh, cows you know obi-wan's fucking great great grand great grand uh, nephew or yeah i mean because obi-wan fucks yeah or like like, oh did you did you know that darth vader i i don't know you know what i mean like i just all this dumb shit that the game just does not concern itself with and the combat it's so it's a tight it, i did put down that it gets a little annoying at times because that's just because i was bad at pairing and then i thought the last fight was annoying but we talked about that in the episode that went out last week uh but yeah the combat is super tight it's i had it and it does the thing where i'm like why am i not powerful i'm a fucking jedi give me awesome powers and then by the end of the game I'm like yeah okay i get i get it i get yeah. why i wasn't powerful <laughs> yeah Man, I I absolutely love Fallen Order, and I we've talked about it a lot recently. Yeah. Uh, but I I think that it it was so good, and it, it's such a good Star Wars game in a time when we haven't had a good Star Wars yeah. game in a long time, right? Or any really good Star Wars, you know? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it just it scratched that Star Wars itch so perfectly for mm-hmm. me, 
And it made me like watch. I think I right after I beat Fallen Order or like when I was playing Fallen Order, I watched. I started watching Rebels on Disney yeah. Plus, and like just I was like, God damn, I fucking love Star Wars, dude. Yeah. And like Jedi Fallen Order is like, I love this. This mm-hmm. is Star Wars to me, right? I'm gonna argue, Eric, that that Jedi Fallen Order is the number one on this list. The number one. I think I think Jedi Fallen Order is a game that we both love very dearly i'd yes, say yes i'd say so so i i think if we're talking about the late for embargo game of the mm-hmm. year you know what i mean i think that the the curriculum needs to be that it's a game that we we as a group of people running a podcast both love dearly can two people be a group isn't that just a pair a pair of <laughs> a pair of podcasters eric yeah that we both connected over i feel like we had so much fun talking about it you know what i mean yeah for sure. I'd say I'd say Jedi Fallen Order goes to the top of this list. Me too. That's what I was going to say anyway. I'm just going to say Star Wars. Star Wars. Hell to the yeah, dude. Uh, and then you said you had Pokemon, so I'll get to yeah, it. Oh, yeah. So I actually have a couple more, Eric. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I uh, we'll start with I, – I forgot to put these on the list, but I pretty much played them all year. Uh, Bubble Spinner, <laughs> which is a browser game <laughs> uh, <laughs> where it's just a bunch of colored bubbles – and and it's on a wheel that this turns. is is this the stupid phone game you have that you just play at random times no it's a, yeah it's on my laptop uh, oh oh i forgot to talk about Matchland. yeah that one yeah yeah so that was on my list we must have skipped over it uh but i played a bunch of Matchland, which was this mobile game that is a match three that i had a ton of fun with yeah um but bubble spinner is just another it's another browser game that i i macy and i play all the time and also 2048 you heard of this one it's like a, no. th- it's a threes clone basically you know threes threes it's it's so it's it's this uh four by four block right okay and and you start out with twos right you combine your twos you get four and then you kind of do that and the goal is to get up to 2048 it's a puzzle kind of like little god game. you called me and dirt for playing satisfactory it's fun i it's whatever it's a good time man uh okay and then sayonara wild hearts right you've heard of this game yeah it's uh yeah. it's kind of this game that is a pop album it's got this awesome music that's all vocalized and stuff and the music is set to these really colorful purples and pinks uh, kind of aesthetic levels you're going through, right? You're, like, driving a bike through a city, and you're kind of dodging stuff, and you're trying to grab hearts to get a high score. Mm-hmm. And the, the music's playing in the background. Or, you know, you're riding a fucking deer through the woods. And it, it's that kind of thing, right? And it's, yeah. it's this visual visual pop album. Um, and I, I had a lot of fun. I thought it was beautiful, great music. Um, the gameplay was even fun. I just feel like maybe the appeal of that game was more tailored towards people who are into getting S ranks, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, high I, score chasers. Yeah, I just don't think that that's me, really. Mm-hmm. I'm not a high score chaser person. I, I wanted to get through the experience and like experience the game. And it does kind of have this more abstract story to it. Um, and I, I know that resonated with a lot of people. And I really liked the game. I thought it was really good. But I, I just don't know if that was really necessarily my kind of game. I liked it, right? It was, I, it was like a good afternoon. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. For sure. And then finally, Pokemon Sword, uh, which I have yet to beat. Last night, I actually beat the eighth gym leader, but I started it in 2019, so I counted it. Yeah, Eric. I'll count. Uh, and, dude, I am I love it. It's great. It's it's such a good, like, oh, man, we're back to Pokemon, right? It's streamlining a lot of the things that I dislike actively. Uh, and I want to take a second to say, Yoshi thought you were you were being sarcastic about not hearing of twenty forty eight, and then you and then you you weren't, and he thought yeah. he really thought everyone had heard about it. <laughs> that was a big thing in my high school. Everyone played twenty forty eight on like their phone and stuff. You should try it out. I don't know. Maybe I have heard of it. No, I'm it's just it's, it's like a Sudoku, right? Kind of. 
I I guess I don't. All you're doing is sliding tiles, dude. That's it. Like, keep talking about Pokemon. Okay, so Pokemon, right? Uh, I jump jumping in. I like it. It's a different kind of game. Like, you know, there there is an evil team, but it's really they're more a lot like. It almost feels like the game is all about fandom, right? Like you're going through. You're a big fan of someone. Like, there's all these fans that are that are part of this team. Yell. Um, and I, I actually generally like a lot of the new Pokemon. Um, although I, I actively dislike the evolutions of the starters. Mm-hmm. They all look like people, dude. Or like, yeah. like guys, except for the gorilla. But I did, I picked the rabbit did not like what turned out, how that turned yeah. out. Really didn't like it at all. Um, but I, I love Yamper and I would die for Yamper. Uh, and I guess that's all I have to say about Pokemon sword. I would die for Yamper. Uh, I had Pokemon Shield uh, that should have been included under November. I just missed uh, missed writing it down. Uh, I don't really have much more to say than you did. I kind of agree with all your points. Uh, it doesn't really make the list for me because it's just another Pokemon game in all honesty. And I think it did do a lot of things really well that I liked. But uh, I hit a point where I was just trying to get done with it. All right. And so it was just like. Can I see the list? Uh, yeah, t- let's go back to the list. I want to take a look and see if there's anything I'm, that I'm thinking Pokemon beats. All right, so let's go down it. Starting at number one, our current game of the year, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Number Does two. Does anyone dispute that? No. Or do you want to just go through the list and then we'll talk about it? Yeah, let's go through okay, the list and then we'll it. talk about it. So number one, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Number two, Mario Maker 2. Number three, Control. Number four, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Number five, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Uh, number six, <clears throat> number six, Outer Wilds. Number seven, Untitled Goose Game. Number eight, Slay the Spire. Number nine, Ape Out. Number ten, Baba Is You. And in the honorable mentions category, Katana Zero, Tetris 99, Remnant, and Outer Worlds. I'm feeling pretty good about this list, honestly. Honestly, I, this is a nice list. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything I would dispute personally. And... I mean, I, I, I think Mario Maker 2 is, is good where it's at for the mm. reason, you know, sentimental reasons, right? I'm totally good with Control and Fire Emblem, both games you didn't play being at 3 and 4. Hell yeah. The, uh, the, okay, here I want to justify right now. The only reason those made it there, I, Fire Emblem I could push down if I really no, wanted absolutely to. absolutely not. But you gave, it, it's your personal game of the year, so it deserves to be high up, right? And the thing about Control being where it's at, it is another Celeste situation. You where know you're going to like I it. I know yeah. I'm going to like it, so I'm fine with it being in that spot. It's not like I'm giving you the, just the case because you played it and liked it a lot. It's because I know I'm going to I'm gonna like it when I finally okay. play it. Okay. I mean, since you haven't played it, is there any chance I can move Fire Emblem to three? No, not a chance. No? No chance Fire no. Emblem goes to three and Control goes to four? No. You haven't even played those no, games. Not a chance. Not okay. a chance. So, so Legend of Zelda at five. I'm good with that. Outer Wilds at six. That feels good. Honorable. Ah. I feel like Outer Wilds should be higher, but again, we didn't. We didn't beat it. it. Like I, I don't, know. I don't really know. I don't even know if we got the full experience. Yeah, in the game, right? we definitely did it. I definitely didn't. Uh, yeah, Slay the Spire, Ape Out, Baba's You. I'm totally cool with that, man. This is yeah. A great the list. rest of the list, I think, is solid. I feel like Tetris 99 almost got a little screwed because it was so early. Because yeah, well, I know it came we both liked, in the air. Yeah, I know we both loved that game, yeah. but I just feel like there. So I just much... can't picture Tetris 99 being above anything else on this list. <sighs> You're right. You're right, dude. Because like uh, maybe. Uh, the only thing I could see is it if if we put it above Ape Out and bump out Baba as you. Or even just bump out Baba as no, you. It makes no, 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 no. <laughs> Baba as you is definitively better than Tetris, in my uh, humble opinion. Mm. I'm honestly surprised Ape Out landed where it did. I'm not. I loved that game. I thought it was great. Super. The music was awesome. A great I, time. I was thinking Ape Out would get pushed into honor mentions. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Uh, would you? Is there anything you'd want to you'd want to replace Ape Out with? No, I'm fine with Ape Out being where it is. 
I'm just I just saying I'm surprised it stayed on. All right. So for everyone who is, you know, just the this is the final I mean the it final didn't change. From it didn't change. List. Star Wars is officially the late for embargo game of the year 2019. It is in, you know, we did one last year for 2018 and that was God of War definitively. Yeah, yeah we didn't so, even do this whole list thing. <laughs> two great fantastic games. And and here we have a list that will be enshrined in this uh, in in this spreadsheet forever. Yeah, Eric, twenty nineteen was a great year, I'd say. Yeah, I think that twenty nineteen. You know, people say, "Oh man, there, there's no great you know Red Dead Redemptions or God of Wars in twenty nineteen, right?" Like the people are complaining. Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen gave me a chance to play a lot of things that I would no, not have normally played. Yeah, right. And I love 2019. I think it was. So, I I think that we ha- we if there wasn't this definitive like oh no no question God of War right mm-hmm. like I I think that that's interesting. I think we had to have a lot of interesting thoughts about it. And I had to really think about what I thought. I I had to really dig deep and think about what my game of the year was because I was thinking Star Wars, Control, Fire Emblem all could have been. Yeah, for sure. And I think Fire Emblem was because of the reason that I I said I came back to it. It was a game that I should not have loved, but I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I blame my roles. Oh, Yoshi says, can you move face cloth so we can see the whole list? Oh, yes. Here, we'll go back to. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, cool. And then, yeah, and then move, uh, move and us. And then we'll just do. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Easy. So everyone on stream can see the list. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and then um, I blame my roles sent his list. Yes. I would like to look at it. I'm going to look list. at it because I blame my roles, you know, a big community member of ours. Yeah. We're going to take this time in our podcast to to talk about his game of the year games list. And I would like to see it. Uh, I'm having a little trouble roading it. Okay. So blames 2019 games. Um, I don't remember to say these are, these are, are these in, I don't know order of these in how order? much he liked them. Or are these just games you played in 2019? Um, he said, here's the list of games I played in 2019. Not ga- not counting games. I played for like under a day. Uh, they're oh, in alphabetical. All his, oh, alphabetical. All his so, games. so do we have any uh, critiques, Eric? Um, um, don't starve. Great game. Disco Elysium, a game that just strikes controversy in my heart because it's a game I want to play really badly, but uh, I know I won't. Dead by Daylight <laughs> is a game that I blame Earl said we should play a lot of times, and I never did because I think he said he's playing it on PlayStation, and I own it on Xbox through Game Pass, so I refuse to buy it. Yeah. Uh, Blame said he still wants to come on stream to talk about Disco. That will be happening. Yep, I think that will be happening if, if he's still it, Probably that. pretty soon. Um, Hell yeah, man. This looks like I'd love to play Luigi's Mansion 3. I think that was one I didn't miss. Eric, I guess that, that brings up the question. What what didn't you play in 2019 that you that you still wish that you would have? Control, obviously. Um, Disco Elysium's one I want to try still, but I just... Ugh, I'm so conflicted. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything from the beginning of the year that I missed and didn't play i had a lot more money at the beginning of the year so uh, I, I wish i would have played a plague tale innocence oh, okay that was one i really wanted to get mm-hmm. to but i didn't uh and same goes for life is strange 2 uh oh just, life is strange 2 is one i do want to play it's funny eric because i almost feel like life is strange 2 is the real winner of 2019 because i felt like that game was so so uh like I don't know what the word I'm looking for is like uh sacred that I didn't want to squeeze it in anywhere. I wanted mm. to like give it some breath. Right. I wanted to like be able to play that game over like a week. Uh, and I just didn't have time to do that before the end of the year, but I really wish I would have, because I think that it, that game is going to be very high on 
I, I think that game might even be like a game that I, I consider a favorite or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Especially I love life strange. I've loved every life strange game, you know, hasn't been that many of them, but I mean, you do have a tattoo of one. <laughs> I do have a life is strange tattoo. Uh, Eric, we've been running long. Oh, really? You don't say. <laughs> so I think this We're is the longest podcast. Pretty much solid. <laughs> uh, that we've ever recorded. So oh, I, I think we should def- wrap it definitely up. Definitely is. Uh, yeah, you got any final thoughts about 2019? It was a great year. I think 2020 is going to be a great year too, dude. We have a lot of interesting stuff happening, uh, AKA like literal console releases. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how that, all that stuff goes. And I'm excited for another year of podcasting. 2019 was our first full year of podcasting. Yeah. An entire year, Eric. We did only missed one day. <laughs> yep. We only missed one day and that's because we wanted to be able to play and beat Star Wars. Yeah. Great time. Which, dude. Uh, I think we might start doing more of. You like actually beating the game? Actually yeah. beating games. Yeah, yeah, not skipping days. Well, if we could help it. Yeah. But I'd like to actually beat the games. I think it just makes for a more well-rounded podcast. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we're will we going to start networking, mm-hmm. get more people on the podcast, and that'll help that's, us. That'll be nice, <laughs> That'll too. help. Uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3. Next week, Eric and I pull out our crystal ball, and we start making predictions for 2020. Anyways, we love you, unless you suck, in which case we don't, and you should probably work on that. Have a good one.